Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. Monday, Scott. Oh. Make note. Okay. Make note. It's Monday. Uh, good morning. How are you? There's Scott. I There's Moon. I'm Riz. Up, and uh, joining us this morning is uh, is a fellow named Mike. Hi guys. Hi Mike. Oh, Mike. Hi, Mike, Mike has been friends Mike. with Moon uh, for quite a long time. You are a close associate of Clownbus, who we all know. Yes. And love. Yeah. So uh, Mike joins us this morning. Pleasure how- to be here. How long have you guys uh, known each other? Uh, me and Mike. Oh, uh, I think it was uh, the nineties. Yeah, it was pre nine eleven. Yeah, late yeah. late nineties. Well, we worked at Hot Topic and Crestwood Plaza together. Uh-huh. Uh, we also had. I went to high school with his drummer back in the day, and was oh, good friends. Right. With okay, so you're, yeah, you're a local band. Yeah, I played in a local band back then called Seven Shot Screamers. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, we don't play anymore, but uh, we, uh, me and Moon, worked together. Like you said, Hot Topic, uh, right yeah. around the turn Hot of the topic turn up. of the century. <laughs> he taught me how to fold shirts, man, <laughs> on a clipboard. Hot Topic. <laughs> it was awesome. It really was awesome. It was. And, it was. We had so much fun, and, and I liked Moon so much back then. I was. They trusted me to be a. Uh, not a manager, but like a key holder. Uh-huh. You know? So yeah, I would open key. the store. Oh, wow. Well, that's a big and it deal. And it was just me and Moon from basically open until maybe 11 or something like that. No, and nobody came in, and we just got to talk about our dreams and ambitions. Uh-huh. And, he was, and here we are. Yeah, we were both, <laughs> both playing on the, you so know, cool. the same track in life, trying to get... Uh, our hands on vans and book shows at the high point and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and I'm sure it came up in conversation like, hey, in 20 some odd years, we're going to be doing a you know morning radio show at some point. Yeah, he said, someday, baby. <laughs> someday. It's going to be a Monday. <laughs> 
whatever the conversation was, it was being led by Mike because I had no people skills at that time. Not Are that you I kidding have, me? Not you that were, I have many You now. were the sweetest guy in the world. And, oh, it was, and, and I'll tell you the truth, man, that it was about, um, I mean, a, not a longer than a year after I worked with him, I was selling his records and his pictures mm-hmm. on all the magazines and stuff. So At the hot topic. And I never, I ne- never thought anyone in my life, I'm like, this guy deserves it. He yeah, was, how was, oh, well, was thank you. How was Moon as far as customer service goes? He was, what's the word for, um, un, uh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the word I'm you're not, looking for is terrible. No, not, un, uh, not unlikable. I'm, I shouldn't use the double negative there, but he, he was very likable. That's the uh-huh. word. Likeable. You, you know what I was? I was like the, oh, yeah, that's a cool shirt, but have you checked out the POD shirt? <laughs> How, yeah. I was, I was like, trying to steer people. Yeah, it was, was like, my uh, favorite band. Yeah, I was like, what about Linkin Park? What about the, like, uh, you know. He was, was very kind, uh, kind-hearted and, mm-hmm. and soft-spoken. He had long, curly hair. I did. I had a big, giant well, what, well, so this is at the time. 1990s hot topic. Yeah, well, late 90s, early 2000s. Late 90s. So what was what was the hot item? This was probably going into the like the Limp Biscuit time. Okay, so and, new uh, metal. Yeah. New metal may have been the thing then. Yeah, I remember um was this was System of a Down? I guess System of a Down had like just come out or something. Yeah. Studded belts. A lot of studded oh, belts. No, yeah. Studded oh, belts, yeah. chain wallets. Chain wallets. Glow yeah. sticks were big. Glow, mouth glow sticks were big. Plaid pants with a lot of uh, metal. Oh, the big pants. The, the the big uh, trip Trip yeah. pants or whatever with all the chains and all the okay. stuff on them. Yeah, we also sold a lot of uh, of ear and face jewelry. Oh yeah, mm. a, a, a lot, lot of body like, jewelry. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of stretching. That, yeah. that kind of the, they the, sold the that tapers. stuff on Hot Topic. Oh, I think yeah. they still do. Yeah, the, the plugs were like just becoming hot because I had plugs at the time. I think. Oh, and I forgot they had like a display case. It yeah. wasn't all just T-shirts and. No, no, no. But the T-shirts now. The posters. Now I'm, I'm not sure they have as many T-shirts as we did. Our whole wall was T-shirts, so it was. Our job was folding T-shirts all day because yeah. people come in and go, "Oh, that's cool," and then throw and it back down, throw them. and then it's just get the clipboard out and fold that thing back. Yeah, down. what's the proper etiquette there? What you mean? Are, are, you, are you supposed to try to refold them? Oh, I don't. Think I don't so. think so. I don't think so. As an ex-retail guy, I mean, I never try. <laughs> I just, well, just knowing that they have a system, you know, I could get it close, but they're still going to have to come. Yeah, and, throw them on the floor. Throw yeah. them on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, throw it on the floor. You, well, you always wonder how they got it so perfectly. And I remember Mike was come, comes over. He's like, no, 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 we have to do it with a clipboard. You do it like this. And uh, I was like, <gasps> oh, somebody bought wow. me a T-shirt folder. It was like a plastic. You put the T-shirt on there, and it's got the two sides that mm-hmm. fold in and the yeah. top that folds over. It makes it perfect. Yeah. Once you once you make a T-shirt into an envelope like that, you're just like, oh, man. Did I you use a T-shirt a folder? We just used a clipboard. Just an old-fashioned like a- clipboard. And, and you, yeah, bring one it. in sometime. We should try that, boy. It's been 20 years since we've tried to fold a shirt like that. <laughs> it's yeah. got to be a Manson shirt, though, you know? Yeah. Rob's out Wait, do you still find yourself going into stores and critiquing like, uh, that's not how you fold a shirt? Yeah. Back in my day. I did yeah. for a couple years, I'm sure. You got to get them stickers lined up, the uh, size stickers, <laughs> yeah, right? You know, yeah. so they're perfect line. Yeah. See, even I, art. I worked at a grocery store for, for about a year and a half, and I was, I would consider myself a pretty, pretty good bagger. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I still, I still critique. That's come on, man. That's not how we we're supposed Speaking to. Speaking of critique, my one of my, my my most vivid memories. It was awesome. By the way, it was always uh, Mike was always so nice and so uh, confident and whatever. And, and and we had a good time because we would get to pick the music. So we had a five disc changer that oh, we yeah. would put in. So oh, at like, the old hot topic. Yeah. Huh? So Mike would be like, "Hey, why don't you pick out two? And then I'll pick out three, and then we'll just kind of mix them. You know, you do the you do the random. That was cool. But one of the biggest memories I remember having, um, Mike was out for the for the moment, and it was just me holding down the store. And a guy came in, probably in his early fifties, definitely not the demo. 
walked in and he's like, excuse me, can I, uh, can I talk to you? And I was like, sure. Yeah. And he's going to ask me something about his son yes. or, or what I can get, you mm-hmm. know, his Looking relative. Looking for a gift yeah. to somebody. Yeah, yeah. He said, why does everything always have to be about death? <laughs> oh really? <laughs> why, he said, "Why? Why are the? Why is there skulls representing everything? It's just of the devil. You're of the devil. And oh, this so whole this thing is a is deeply the, religious man. I don't think it was necessarily, but but he just went in like, why is why is it? Why are you glorifying death here? And I was like, well, sir, uh, no. So so this is representing that, and and I don't know what that logo is necessarily, but I don't think it's all just about that. I think you're." kind of judging it wrong. How but young and naive you were to, to was, think you could actually change I this know, person's I wasn't mind. trying to change. I was just trying to like calm the 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 tone. And and then and then he's like, well, you know, it's this. And I go, well, sir, I, I'm a believer too. And I and I have no issues with this. And 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 this is okay. And tell you the truth, those two bands are Christian bands. So uh you know, I mean I think everybody's just kind of going with the flow and 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 I don't think anybody's hurting anybody. I would have said death is so hot right now. Yeah. And all, all I remember was, all I remember was, where, where is Mike? Somebody, somebody help Mike me. Mike can handle it. Somebody help me. And I'm pretty sure during this whole, like, it was a 10-minute conversation. Mike came back and I was like, well, let me, let me, let you talk to the manager. Here, here Here's Mike. I'll see you later. And, oh, and just, God. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, probably just said, now we're all satanic. Have you ever had, about it, have you ever had a deal with shoplifters? I don't remember that. You know, uh, that's something that I never liked to do. Uh, so maybe I turned a blind eye to it because I mean it, it, it's such a lighthearted thing at, at a hot topic. And obviously, I'm not con- you know condoning it. I'm not saying people should steal, but um, what am I gonna do? Bust a 14 year old kid? You know, like that's not not what I was working for. You, know? you guys didn't have a back room where you you know <laughs> cut, I do remember, you know cut I remember, fingers off with cigar cutters. I, I remember going to the um, the mall cop office a few times when they like if somebody was caught yeah and then I would have to come in and and say if we were gonna prosecute them and they I mean they really tried to psychologically scare these kids like, yeah 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 scare them straight and we'd hem and haw well we don't know if we'll prosecute or not but uh, <laughs> they stole a, a candy bracelet. Candy bracelet and a studded belt and a <laughs> yeah. pair of pants that look like he'd be in the replacements. Candy bracelet. Oh, he sold uh, candy bracelets? Yeah, it was like the raver time. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was big. The that's, raver years, That stuff yes. was selling. Care Bears backpacks and that, stuff. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. That's right. I do you guys sell the sticks that. that you do the the, no, the huh? clack back and How forth about sticks? The black light posters? Wait, you, uh, yeah, you, you're yeah. You're talking about the devil, devil the, sticks? Yeah, the devil sticks. Well, yeah. of course. They're right next to all the skull <laughs> stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> Didn't we have those? I'm pretty sure we had those. I'm sure. Listen, I probably I'm sure, carried them for a while. Listen, I'm sure you look, you look back and, uh, you know, those are, those are very fond memories. Hey, you yeah. guys were in high school, right? It really was. It was It was a beautiful time. Were you just time. out of high school? It was just uh, out of high school. Yeah, right. Just I think it was the year after high school. I, I came on as a Christmas help, and then I guess Mike put in a good word. And oh, kept, that's kept, nice. Kept me on. That's yeah, nice. I, I was uh, right out of high school. They gave me a job, and I was like, well, this is easy. I, I mean, so you wouldn't consider that like a soul-sucking job? Like, you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for a very long Did time. Did you have any soul-sucking jobs? <clears throat> um, no, I worked at Trader Joe's for years, and uh, that was fun, mm-hmm. but I don't care about groceries. <laughs> I don't. I don't, boy. <laughs> so, like, the people I worked with were very fun, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good and you God. got to wear, like, a Hawaiian shirt. Well, I was no, just it was just a t-shirt, say... just a t-shirt. Oh, I was like, dude, what a uniform no, no, switch. I was just a, a, a grunt worker with just a black t-shirt on. Yeah, because if you're in the front of the house, right, if you're Yeah, if you're, if you're a big by, shot, yeah, yeah you get If the, you're seen by shirt. customers, you get the Hawaiian shirt. You won't catch me in a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, but I didn't care about groceries. No, I don't, man. They would come in and oh yummy and i'm like oh god i hate talking about food and what like what are you gonna talk about what something tastes like to you so what uh-huh. like just if you like it you like it you buy it i don't know I and mean, that's just me I'm, that's one of the things i don't like but it was a 
uh, it wasn't a beatdown job. It was fun, you know. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had any beatdown jobs per se. I rehabbed houses for a while. That was a beatdown job with a guy who was who would just hire young guys and <clears throat> pay them cash and um, just make make me do terrible yeah. stuff in houses. You know, uh, demo work and cleaning out. Old was that like a first girl. job? This was after Hot Topic. After Hot Topic, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah, my first job, I worked uh, for a landscaper, like a family friend, uh, owned a landscape company. I was, you know, 15 years old, and uh, it was a summer job. And he would, uh, you know, they'd bring the truck to my house and pick me up at dawn. And then I'd work till sundown. And that was, that was my summer job. That was, that was yeah. tough. That was, I never got to work the heavy equipment. I would do the, uh, the, the leaf blower. Uh-huh. Or, you know, the trimmings blower, the backpack blower, which was nice. And uh, and the weed whacker. I did the weed whack, the edging and all that stuff. Cool. The big mowers fun, couldn't get. fun, manly work. It was fun. It was, a, uh, it was tough. I wouldn't say it was soul-sucking. It, yeah. I had to, like, get up in trees and take beehives down and that kind of stuff. And then, like, some real karate kid stuff, wash the guy's boat sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah, I got, I'm glad I got out. And then, well, after, after, uh, after landscaping, I, I went into the service. Uh, worked at McDonald's for yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Yeah, You're welcome. It. For about a year and a half, did that. Uh, soul sucking? No. Interesting. Yes. Learn how to deal with people. Learn how to deal with customers of all types, angry ones, happy ones. Mm-hmm. Was the training um, intense, or did you kind of slip right in there, or did you have to really wrap your head around the fries? And uh, I remember going to the break room and watching some video, and uh, here's your purple uniform. You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. There you go. Minimum wage, four and a quarter. <laughs> Made four and a quarter. Yeah, I think that's what I got my first job too. Season four and a quarter. Uh, where did they start me? They started me on register. Wow. They started me right on Boy. register. That's a big time. Story, I like right? the cut of your jib. Well, they really trusted you. Yeah. And so if I came in and said quarter pounder with cheese with only ketchup and mayonnaise, would that trip you up? <sighs> it was all you know on the on the the, the register. It could Had be mayonnaise, no ketchup. Different ketchup. things. Those were the physical button years. Those are the physical button years. The physical button. Yeah, with with a piece of plastic over it, like as my behavior yeah. as my behavior started getting worse, they would move me more to the back of the store until at one point oh, I was, nice. until at one point I was unloading the truck. Yeah. <laughs> like the worse you are, the the farther back they move you away from customers. It makes sense. It makes sense. But so, that was that was cool. Then it did the grocery then it did the grocery store for a little while. And then I worked uh at a Chrysler parts plant. Whoa. Mm. Yeah. In a warehouse. Working for the uh, UAW, United Auto Workers. That's a whole lifetime of experiences you've had. That was co- that was a cool job. <laughs> Have you ever had any soul-sucking jobs? No, that's what I'm saying. I I, I, <sighs> that direct mail, I lucked out. That direct mail sales thing for me was, was pretty soul-sucking. It just didn't feel good. And then, like I, st- I told you, you had to, like, figure out the math of, oh, if I sell another phone, they're going to take more in taxes and they're going to take more in, in commission. And, like, so then you, like, you're trying to blow off the day, but these people are hounding you to sell more. It was just awful. Yeah, anything where you would have to upsell, you know, and even at, at, at Hot Topic, uh, um, yeah, they would try to get you to upsell stuff or try to get you to, you know, be more of a salesman. And that's 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 pretty terrible work. I, mean, I, I did a magazine job out in, when I first went to L.A. Like uh, pornography? To, uh, yeah, 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 you did. I, had to, I got uh, a copy, we go to colleges. We go to colleges and uh, we had to have, you know, like you try to get kids to sign up for this free magazine. And you get their information, and then you give it to some person, yep. and they and pay you money sell, for each they, one you yeah, get. Yeah, and I have no clue their, what it happened with that. They stuff. sell their information. Yeah, that one was miserable. The one that you, you would think. Like a cheap I, I worked for a maintenance company, and and uh, during the summers, I would clean elementary schools. And when you're cleaning, you're like, 
you're you're you got a paint scraper and you're scraping gum off the bottom of 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 tables and all that and you're oh. you're stripping the floor and then you're waxing the floor and you're cleaning the fans in the in the in the ceiling and honestly it was freaking I'm, awesome I'm sure it was it was awesome uh, the soul sucking job I'm talking about is when you when you're on your way there you go oh, what is today going to be and then when you leave you go oh what happened yeah mm-hmm. can you imagine being somebody who works customer service. I'm, I'm talking like you're on the other end of a phone where people call to complain. You are the person that takes the complaints. That was that was that was the one, that direct mail. I told you, man, they they put it, they put on the mailer, you won this, or 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 you're you're getting this, you're now signed up for this. So older folks would call and be like, I don't want this, I'm here to cancel. And then it was my job to sell them. Oof. It was the worst. Yeah. It's either you're you know you're trying to fool somebody into buying something or oh I did have the worst job ever I just remembered and I, I only had it for a minute <laughs> he blocked it out I, well I did I I worked at um uh, Johnny Brock's seasonally for a couple of years you know yeah. being uh, at, at the Halloween store and then one of the managers there went on to manage the Johnny Brock's that was like a a precious moments store year round okay uh, and this was in um like on Tesson Ferry or something I don't think it's still there. But it was in a strip mall, and it was just like an old lady precious moments. Mm. And this is where you, where you go buy your Hummel, <coughs> your yeah. Hummel figurines. Yes, and nice. this was during the Beanie Baby craze. Oh god! And, okay, and yeah. so I was, you know, punk rock. This was when I was still in high school, and um, the guy was like, the guy from the, the Halloween store was like, "I'm managing this store. I like you. Come work for me over here." And then I get there, and he's like, "You gotta comb your hair down, and you gotta clean up your act." I'm like, "Okay." So they got me in this denim shirt, right? It's like a long sleeve <laughs> denim shirt and then denim pants. And I had to slick my hair back. And I'm only working with these old ladies. Yeah. And they, um, uh, they're so, part- the, I remember one lady yelling at me about the order the precious moments were in. And then the la- ladies <laughs> lining up for the Beanie Babies, you know, like the Princess Die one yeah, was yeah. coming out and they were lining up like it was concert tickets. And then the one time, um, the, I didn't show up the next day because this lady said to me, um, I've had to vacuum at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And she goes, um, Michael, do you wear glasses? And I go, uh, <laughs> I go, I, you know, I have them for stuff far away, but I don't really wear them. She goes, well, I looked at how you vacuumed the store and you need to wear your glasses. And I'm like, I'm never coming back yeah, this here. Is this is ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, the next day that boss guy calls me. He's like, where are you? I'm like, come on. Yeah, man. this is, I'm you not know I can't this anymore. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing that shirt again. You know I can't do no, I, br- I bring up the soul-sucking job part because that's like, what, yeah. an old lady tells you you need glasses because you didn't vacuum correctly. You go, mm-hmm. what, what am I doing here? This is not, not going to be... What... This is not going to be a career for me. I, I'm done. I, I'm getting nothing out of this. There is a an audio clip going viral this weekend and this is and and the person who posted this they work at a like a an internet company I didn't say what internet company they work for but they work customer service they are the other person on the uh, they are the person on the line that you will call to complain about something and you have to hear how this woman sounds <laughs> it's pretty good this woman sounds like she's ranting and raving like she's Possessed. This is a for real customer service call. Get me through to a supervisor. Get out. Record the f- out of this call and get me to a supervisor. Get out. Do it. Ma'am, there isn't any reason for me to. Ma'am. Get me through to a supervisor. You love. F- oh, there's your personal foul language. I said supervisor. Now. Okay, <laughs> ma'am. All right. Now. 
Okay. Okay, give me. Don't say another word to me. No. I'm going to put you on hold, ma'am. <laughs> Yo, I, I like could it, I could man. cut that up and put that yeah, into a please, song. Yeah, please put that she into a song. Yeah, yeah man, that's like Zayo. That's that's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Please cut that up and make yeah. that into a song. <laughs> that's good stuff, man. That is something. She's boy. even got some rhythm. No, but the no. patience of that other woman, the employee. I mean. You have to be kind of excited when this one happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it's like, a, oh, sweet. the mild complaints, kind of like the vacuum thing, you're just like, that's frustrating. But this one's like, oh, this is yeah. exceptional. Here, I, here I'm going to erase because they're going to record this and see how nice I am. This you is going to be fun. I, mean, I would assume that um, the, the person who's working the job, the, the person who's taking the calls, they got to have an umbrella of, of safety where they their boss knows that they're dealing with crazy. So they're not... Uh, really going to get in trouble for someone else's actions mm-hmm. who's calling in. So when this person's freaking out, what could you really yeah, do, yeah, yeah. you know, besides yeah. just stand down and let them yell? And <laughs> Again, I don't know what company this woman works for, uh, but I'm trying to think what could make a woman go that crazy? Probably precious moments out of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that yeah, voice before. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, she does have some rhythm. Here, let's listen again. Get me through to a supervisor. Ma'am, there isn't any reason for me to, ma'am. That's the purse. Okay, ma'am. All right. Okay. Okay, give me. I'm going to put you on hold, ma'am. Wow. Good. Wow. That's the She's end of a song good. right there. Yeah, yeah. consistent yeah. control. I mean, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody. Kind of had, had a Grover vibe at the beginning. <laughs> Put me through to the supervisor now. <laughs> I thought me a little Yoda in there. So good, dude. Uh, so good. <laughs> yeah, you got to just. Yeah, send me that man. audio. I'm going to do something with that. If something hasn't already happened, I guarantee you there's probably. 15 YouTube songs already. Remixes of that? I guarantee Yeah, somebody's got to remix that. Uh, Here's another lady uh, going nuts. Uh, This is uh, from a Spirit Airlines flight. This is, uh, I guess the flight was still on the ground in Vegas. And a couple was kicked off and uh, passengers booed as they walked down the aisle. So the woman being escorted off yelled, I hope y'all crash and die. That's uh, That's sweet. (laughs) Jeez. Statistically, they probably won't. <laughs> They're calling her Airplane Karen. Uh, let me see if I can find this here. Uh, airplane, uh, airplane Karen. Do I still have There's this? Mustang Sally and <laughs> Airplane Karen. Right? Airplane Karen. It's not as bad as the other one, but. Hey, Karen. Boom! <laughs> 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 Oh, I hope you crash and die. Oh, the pilot's going to die. Ooh, she didn't feel yeah. bad if, if they actually did crash and die. I hope sure. he went out there and said, don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if you're if you're a pilot, you know, and you got 300 people's lives uh, on in your hands and yeah. somebody snarkily says that on the way out. Yeah, that's the person you're like, you know what? You're not leaving. You're staying on this flight. Come with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to strap you into the toddler seat in the front row. Yeah. Yeah, you're staying. And you're going to enjoy it. And no mm-hmm. movies for you. Those plane outbreaks are really getting out of control. And I understand. I'm not, I don't understand, but it's like maybe that's something like that would happen. But it seems like now 
it happens so often that don't these people see the videos and say, I don't want to be that person. Like, doesn't, isn't there any awareness that people I see the, know. like, I mean, people are still lashing out and then it's like, you know, everybody's And then the being plane. surprised when they're yeah. on the internet <laughs> being called airplane Karen. Yeah. I've been, I'm, I mean, I've been on uh, thousands, uh, probably thousands of flights. I mean, li literally tons of them. And I've had a few instances of strange uh, things happening, you know, but like, I, th I was thinking about this. Is this, is this just, does it look more prevalent because of, Cell phones and stuff. Yeah, has this been this happening? Stuff probably has been happening now. Everybody's mm -hmm. got a cell phone, and, and we're all seeing it now. Mm -hmm. Is that the case, or are people just a little wackier? You know, oh. I think I think people. I think statistically, uh, we have been a little wackier these past couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Analyzing it, yeah, it does seem we've been. It a little does seem we've been a little wackier. Uh, you know, the pandemic hit us all. You know, different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are realizing there are no rules. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Well, you can't. <laughs> you can't do whatever you want. Not without repercussion, but you can try. Are you guys all about petty revenge? Like if somebody wrongs you in a slight little Hell way. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under the table. I mean, they can't know about it, but it's petty, yeah. I, I am too. <laughs> Let me tell you, when I worked at that grocery store, if you were being snarky to me, I'd crush your chips. Yeah. <laughs> I can say it now. Yeah. I would, Brad, I'd put them in the bag. <laughs> Just crunch well, I'd chips. put the bread underneath everything. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> like you, you just petty. hope when they got home, they're like, ah, oh, I did wrong. They, you'd hope mm -hmm. they realized their the wrong doings because. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they were morally far straighter after that. <laughs> when they were eating those little pieces of chips. Yeah. You like, guys are really doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a petty revenge. And that's just like that. Like something small. <laughs> yeah, almost, and you know me, you know, I'm one to say, this will not stand. <laughs> like if somebody wrongs me in a little way, I go, this cannot stand. Yeah. Internally, I say that. I keep smiling. Uh, you know, uh -huh. I don't lose my cool, but I will crush your chips if I if I have the chance. <laughs> so, how would you handle these different situations as far as petty revenge goes? And tell me if uh, the person in the story who exacts the petty revenge is wrong or not. Now, it's not cool when somebody inconveniences you for their own convenience, and especially especially bad when they do it on your own property. So, a guy was driving home late last Friday. He noticed that a strange car was parked in his driveway. No one was there. There was a large house party in the neighborhood, and there were no open street. There was no open street parking in sight. Mm. So somebody took upon themselves <clears throat> to park in this guy's driveway. The driveway is wide enough for only one car, so and there's a barrier on either side, so he can't get around. Yeah. And remember, no open parking on the street. What would you do? I, hmm. What would you do? I'll go to King Scott first. Mike, you think about it. Yeah. And you see the car parked in your driveway. Cars, and you have you are no clue where they're at or anything. You see there is a large house party down the street. Somebody's parked in your driveway. You cannot park anywhere else because there's no open parking on the street. What would you do? I mean, call a tow truck. Call a tow truck. Okay. Get out of there. Call yeah. tow truck. Tow truck's a good idea. Yeah, but then you're really involving yourself, because you know, you know what I mean. Like you're really involving yourself. You can. You so can you be, just pull him behind him then, and just put your car. Well, the in the, park the, and, the uh, lead in. Don't forget, he said small petty vaseline petty under the hand. Okay, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, that's. I was thinking you park behind them and just yeah, just them. park behind them, leave and. Uh, Listen, you got a tow truck, and that's you got now. You now you got to wait for a tow truck, and who's going to yeah. pay for this? And he's gonna obviously come to your door, super heated. You know yeah. now you're because you don't want to let the air of the tires because this no, never gonna stuck park. there. Oh, yeah. No. Mm -hmm. 
that was my dad's logic as far as petty revenge goes. There was an RV uh, that would park on our street every once in a while, and it would it would be hard to make a right turn because the RV was parked in such a place where it was dangerous. You had to pull out past the RV to see if there was a car coming the other way. Yeah. So my dad had the bright idea. Let me pull the stems from the tires. <gasps> so so it'll never move and always be dangerous. Yes. <laughs> so in the middle of the night, he went outside and he pulled the stems. He flattened all four tires on the RV. And then? The RV never moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he sure showed them. <laughs> he went with a pair of pliers, and he pulled all the stems out. Wow, that's, uh, I would say that's less, i say that's more than petty. <laughs> that's expensive. Yeah, sure, Permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was upset. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what did this guy do with the car? Um, uh, his driveway, so he wound up parking behind the car. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a couple hours later, a woman showed up at his door and asked if he could move his car so she'd get out, and he refused. Yeah, you just go, yeah, I'm, I'll move it tomorrow when I head to work. He said he'd been drinking at home and uh, would not be moving his car that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she got mad and she called the cops. They showed up, but they couldn't do anything about it because it was his property. Yeah, <laughs> That's so That's good. You go. I, I'm, I leave for work tomorrow at uh, about 5.15 a.m. Yep, the man told the woman it, it was it was a long weekend and uh, he would not be leaving for work until Tuesday, so she could pick up her car then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes, this guy's All right. Great. I told you, man. That's, that's there. You go. I mean, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do something like but that, but you know for sure you're asking for someone to pay you back, Boy, right? That's, that's such a like a a, a, a quick witted thing to say. Like, I can't move the car because I am hammered. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it would be <clears throat> illegal for me to get behind the wheel and operate this motor vehicle, this mm-hmm. death machine, because I had been drinking all night. That's Tuesday morning, I'll be sober. I'll, say, and I'll be hammered be for so- three days. <laughs> I should be sober by Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we handle that. I do applaud that. Very right, smart. Very smart. I do applaud that. Okay, that. here's who, us. Who would park in somebody else's driveway and think that that's A not- douchebag, man. Yeah, that's yeah, going to go unnoticed. Hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's not right. I wouldn't think of that. I just wouldn't go to the party. I'd say, sorry, I couldn't find parking. Now, if you're invited to a party uh, and uh, you, you pull up to the person's house that the party's at and you see there's an open spot in the driveway, do you pull in the driveway? In their driveway? Yeah. Not without uh, them saying you can park in my driveway. Oh, no, I, that's my thing. I just park in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I well, would you, think oh, that's oh, for somebody else or something. I would only if to, you're I'd, last. I'd need permission. Only if you're last. I see. I'm always thinking about. Okay, when am I leaving this party? As soon as possible. Oh no, I always leave myself an escape route. Oh, okay, that's what I'm saying. If you if you get in first and then somebody's in behind you. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Now I'm here as long. Yeah. As no, it's Jimmy usually is. behind the owner's car. You know, it's a very long driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Parking for me. Well, I'm yeah. tell- we used to do Christmas um, uh, at at one of the family members' houses, and they had a long driveway about three deep, so six cars could be in there. And if I was there fairly early, because usually I was pretty pretty timely, pretty prompt, and if I wasn't the last in the driveway, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not getting in there. You got to go around the party. Do you drive a blue uh, Dodge? Yeah, yeah I'm not. A blue I'm, Datsun. I'm not you, doing that. Can you move that? All right, here's another situation. You are at McDonald's. <clears throat> Yum. Okay. Now, this woman shared the story on, on Facebook. Uh, she said she was in a long line at a McDonald's drive through and a, uh, quote, young lady behind her was honking because she thought she was taking too long to place her order. So she is at the little window, not the window, the, the where you place your order board. Now the woman behind her is honking her horn because she says she's taking too long. 
See me, I would I would stew. I would be so incensed. <laughs> so this woman did wind up taking revenge on the honker. What would you do? Or if you can't think of what you would do, what did this what do you think this woman did? <laughs> I'm a I'm a patient guy, so I li- like when someone's in a hurry, I'm not afraid to drag my heels a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? So like if if, mm-hmm. if they were honking behind me, it's not really going to bother me too much. I'm just going to Slow roll yeah, yeah. up to the window. Yeah, I have in the past um, been at a red light. It's turned green, and the guy behind me, I guess he's he's running the quarter mile over a gateway. Yeah. <laughs> the second it turns green, he's like laying on his horn. Yeah. I, love I have stopped before and stayed there. Yeah, you're like, well, you're right. It is green, isn't it? Cool. Oh, wow, thank you. Thanks, I babe. should take this moment in. It's been a it. long time. I haven't done that in a long time, but I have stayed. That's when you roll out your way, you say, say it, it was green, I was going to go, but do you need something? <laughs> what, what can I help you with, sir? You just hop out, you go over, you okay, everything good? How could this woman pull off a revenge move? This, what she did is chef's kiss. I'm with, I guess I'm with Mike. I mean, if you if you you show your patience and you share your patience, you know, hope, hope hopefully some of it rubs off. But another I, thing I, too I, is there's a good slow. chance you need to wash your hands. You're about to eat and stuff, so maybe just park real quick and you go park inside, in and go the, to the bathroom, wash your hands, come in, back out, and park in the drive-through. Well, yeah, like Why in not? the lane. Now yeah. Now you're not just inconveniencing this woman who's honking at you, but now you screwed up the whole operation. <laughs> Yeah, now you're right. slowing down the whole restaurant. Don't be Well, ridiculous. you got to question yourself, too. You're like, man, I'm at the same place this lady goes to. I bet you this person, we're at McDonald's, right? We're at McDonald's. I bet you this person has a has a uh, intimate knowledge of the the things that take the longest to order or, or make. And she said, oh. I'll have 10 milkshakes. That's smart. Here's what she did. Threw it in reverse. You can put it on their tab. <laughs> yes. Throw it in reverse. <laughs> and push her out of the line. <laughs> when the woman pulled up the first window... She paid for both their orders. Almost like a pay it forward thing. Oh, no. And then she took them both. And when the lady behind her found out, she waved and mouthed, thank you. But when the woman pulled up to the second window, she showed both receipts and took the impatient lady's food. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's... Forcing her to go back into the line again. Very smart. That is clever. So it's a very salty spin on the, you know, pay it forward thing. Yeah. Oh, that she sucks. said, if, if that guy is sea bass, I'm, uh, I'm paying for it. <laughs> yeah. So nice. That sucks. That also sucks for the McDonald's workers. Because then she's going to get up there and be like, well, I'm going to order again. Or, you know, he's going to, I'm going to order again. And then takes more time. Oh, and then maybe, ooh, you know, that could then turn into this woman asking to see the manager. Like the woman, uh, you know, going nuts. Get me the supervisor. That gal? Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could turn into this. Get me through your supervisor! Get out! Record the f*** out of this call and get me to a supervisor! Get out! Yeah, it, could, it. it could become... Ma'am, there isn't any reason for me to... Yes, you have to go back in line again. That's that's the voice of someone that got their value meal taken. Okay, ma'am. All right. Okay. Okay, give me... I'm going to put you on hold, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah back in line. Miss. <laughs> uh, Don't say another line. word to me. I'll put you on hold, ma'am. Now. <laughs> now. I like that. I want my Happy Meal now. Oh, you know what I did on, on Friday? I hope you all had good weekends, by the way. Terrific. Uh, Friday, I was asked to MC 
Lafayette Hockey Senior Night over at the the rink, the Maryville rink. Oh yeah, that was a big deal. You were talking about that for a week or so. Yeah, it was. Well, it was an honor. My son's going to play for for that team, uh, you know, next year. Um, and it was nice. It was very nice. They asked me. It was an honor. What was the MC work? Uh, introducing the teams. Or introducing what? the seniors. Yeah. So before the game begins, uh, you know, the seniors, you know, are announced, and you know, uh, you know, goalie number blah, blah blah, you know, has played, you know, for Lafayette hockey blah, blah blah, and you know, they meet their parents, uh, and they give them a rose, you know, and take a picture. Oh, fun! It's a, it's a it's a big deal for the seniors. And Lafayette played Marquette on Friday. That's the big. That's the rivalry. That's the big rivalry. Yeah. And I hadn't been to a high school sporting event in a very long time. I think since high school. Especially like a rivalry wow. game like Especially that. Especially a rivalry game. It was wild. Yeah? Wild. In what ways? The parents are fist fighting the, uh, no, the bleachers? The, I don't remember. Because I remember, uh, you know, in my high school, uh, I went to Clarkstown South, and our rivals were Clarkstown North. And it got... The hockey rivalry was was a big thing, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was very heated between the t- two sides. There were cops there. Wow! Like, uh, on Friday night, there were cops there separating both sides. So the Marquette kids were on one side, the yeah. Lafayette kids were on the other side, and you could not cross in between. So a Lafayette kid could not cross in front of the Marquette kids. Wow! And 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 it's all students that are just into the sport that are just all happy to be there watching it, and they're like, uh... cursing back. I mean. You know, F Marquette, F Lafayette. Wow. I mean, screaming. That's pretty cool. That's I mean, wild. you know, maybe not the cursing. But. Wild. I never had an, a sporting. I mean, I've seen that in movies, you know, at the end of Teen Wolf and stuff. I've seen the, <laughs> I've seen the crowds going nuts, but I've never been in I've never seen a, a real high school thing. I and their mascot. And uh, Lafayette scored a goal, and the Lafayette kids started banging on the glass, shaking it back and forth. Whoa. Enough where a panel fell out. Whoa. <laughs> That's money now. Yes. Like a paddle, a paddle fell out of the glass. Who pay, Did it shatter? Oh yeah. Whoa! Who pays for that? The losing team pays yeah. for that. <laughs> wow. Oh, here's crap! Bang. What is it mid, mid game? Uh, first period. What do you do there? Well, they had to stop the game. There was glass everywhere, glass sure. on the ice. So you get the glass out of here. <laughs> There's no time. There's no professional. Panel installers. Oh yeah, I mean that the rink they have extra panels. I oh, mean, they, they do? got it. They had oh, a crew come okay. out and and, and change the glass, but there was a significant delay in the game, and they cleared all the Lafayette kids out of there. They threw them all out. Wow. Yeah. Then they went and put cherry bombs in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Re- yeah, mascot. it really is a high school movie. <laughs> that's pretty. It was wild, it was, man. Yeah. Last it was one. fun. That's good to know, man. Honestly, it was that's fun. I, I like yeah. that. I like that uh, kids have spirit. Oh, oh there was a lot of that's spirit. Good. Yeah, I didn't experience anything like that. Uh, I mean, we had some pretty fun soccer supportive moments when when I played, but I didn't remember. You know, I was playing. I never was really in the crowd. Uh, but I did go back. The only time I've been back to Lindbergh was uh, for a football game when my my second daughter was cheering for her high school, which was not Lindbergh, and they played Lindbergh, and they were both undefeated at the time. And I went. And, of course, I'm supporting my daughter, so I'm on the away stands for the first time ever at Limburg. And both were completely full because, again, two undefeated teams. Yeah. Limburg actually had a good program finally, and, and we were there. And I was the lone guy in the orange uh, 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 stands 
cheering for the green guys. And uh, man, it really did get intense. It w- really was like one of those Friday Night Light show well, you m- hear, m- moments and movies. It was awesome. Well, I mean, you know the way you know a hockey rink would sound. It was very cavernous. So when somebody scored it, I mean, almost as if you're at Enterprise Center. Yeah, it I mean, was just really cool. Erupted, and and the and the players on the ice were feeling it too. I mean, when somebody would score a goal. They'd run over to the opposite side, yeah, and taunt them. and jump in, you know, jump into the glass where they were. Dude, that's, that's awesome. Fun. But it was, it was, it was fun. That is cool see, seeing that stuff. That was one of the first experiences I saw with that. The players really like feeding off of of everybody, and it was it was wild for me because I was, it was che- I was supporting my daughter and cheering my daughter, but I was like, ah, oh, Limburg. I mean, it's it's great. silly high school rivalry. Uh, some of these I'm kids, not though, to this them, is like not the, to them. This is the top. You know what I mean? This is the top for some of these kiddos. I, I was just an observer. I was there, you know, with my family, and we were just sitting, kind of soaking it all in. I had no, I had no horse in that race. You, so you didn't want to cheer and get yelled at? Were people kind of yelling at each other, as far as fans go? I wasn't. Was I wasn't. I was not involved in any yelling. Okay. <laughs> when you were doing well, the, when you were doing the MCing, were you in a booth or on the ice with a mic? I was in. The, I was in uh, the booth. That's cool. Yeah, oh, score, all right. did the score. Get out, but then I made my way back to the back to, back to the stands. Signed some autographs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they broke the glass. That's wild. Wild! I've never seen anything like that before. Cool, man. That's they were rocking it. I mean, and the and the and the the boards and the glass. You could it was swaying. And I go, this is not going to be good. And then bang, crash. Yeah, the the small town football games that we go to on Friday nights out there in Shelbyna, the uh, crowds, you know, they get really upset. The, you hear a lot of shoot, dang, that knob, or you know, all that kind of stuff. But then they would have nice uh, the square off. They would do the standoffs outside, you know, and. Oh, uh, Westminster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best man won, and <laughs> we went about our way. Yeah, that still does happen. Yeah. Cool moments. No, but then, you know, talking to my wife about, because she went, my wife went to the rival high school. And, uh, you know, we were at those hockey games. We never fought each other. That's like you know? Romeo and Juliet. We never, man. Yeah, yeah, we man. never fought each other, you know. Uh, but then I, I was like, hey, I never got a yearbook. Ever? No, I never got a high school yearbook. Oh. Did you? Yeah. I'm a normal guy. <laughs> sure you are. I'm a normal person, man. Of course, I have, I got four of them. You for, for every year? I think so. Did I, you get a yearbook? I did in high school. I did not in middle school. Uh, I, t- I told you last last week I got I got a, a yearbook when I was in middle school because I was the treasurer. Oh, so you were grade. gifted one? You, remember, you got to pay for that stuff. I think I paid for that one because I was the treasurer. I'm fairly certain in high school, this was one of the very few moments where I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And my parents were actually like, eh, you should probably I never got a yearbook. Like, I didn't get a letterman's jacket. Even though I had letters, I never got the jacket. I never got the ring. I never got nothing. I never got a ring. I was like, I don't want that. What am I going to spend my money on this? I'm trying to get out of here. Hmm. Trying to get out of here. I, I have my sights set on there years ahead. Year I got, I got uh, uh, this was maybe my sophomore or my junior year. And I got, I bought the uh, yearbook, and then they didn't put me in there. What <laughs> <coughs> your picture? Yep. You bought a you yearbook. They just didn't put me in there. And uh, and there they was they put everybody's picture in there. Yeah, I think there was someone on that yearbook squad that that didn't like me or something. But I remember going in and I yelled at the teacher, and I was like, I was I think I was cursing and stuff. Not even like cl- like the class pictures. Nothing. No. You were out of it. Yeah. This is your senior year? Were you, I think it was my junior. Were you even supposed to be going to that school, maybe? As maybe far as I knew. <laughs> <laughs> what what we school? We actually was enrolled it? This there. Was Parkway South. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's pretty And they just didn't put me in. And I, I swear to God, I think I think someone on the yearbook team was like, let's not put Mike in. 
Like, no way. You skipped Whoa. photo day. I think. I you mean, had enemies. You Maybe. Had, I mean, not that I knew of. You better put me in twice next year. Yeah. yeah no, I, do, I do remember yelling at the old guy and uh, just like, how could this happen? How could you not put me in the yearbook? That sucks. Maybe I got my money back or did you get? Did you get a yearbook? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty confident. I don't know about my freshman year, but I think the rest of the time... Because I bet my freshman... I think my, my sister was a senior of the year, so I think she got it. And then the rest I got. But, uh... Yeah, I didn't do senior photos though. Oh boy, I, I just did the generic I, I whatever did, the school I offered. <laughs> only reason Try I to did, sabotage only as best I, I could. know that is because one was like with a Western background, looked like I was in a tech room. I'd love and to nice. see it. Yeah. My, my my mother and my aunt still have it on display. Your senior picture. Oh, dude, it's, it's so a good looking dumb. one too. It's, <laughs> it's the worst. I might have a copy of the it. The funny thing they is, they took it out of school, right? No, 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 no you, you had to go pay for it. You had to go with some glamour shots thing. They give you the glamour shots treatment. And they and they pressure you in because uh like you just. A thousand kids you are coming through the thing. Theme? I didn't choose nothing. That's what I'm trying to say. So the funny thing is, the year before, or, or whichever one I remember, uh, sophomore year, maybe junior year, I'm not sure. I look like super burnout. You know, I got the necklace and I got a Rage Against Machine shirt, and I'm clearly not happy to be anywhere at this point. And then the senior year one looks like you know I'm the happiest cowboy you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and they have like all these different rooms, and they're just like. Here, go stand here. Here, stand here. Yes. And then they're taking pictures. And then next thing you know, you look like a total tool yeah. in the oh. in the, what in were the, the different rooms were like one Egypt. of them looked like a tech room. Yeah, one had a music note, one had a basketball. Yeah, you know, like, the year you're graduating, yeah, the, the big yeah. numbers. The other and one looked would, like I just shoot you, a horse. They would make you do all oh, the uh, yeah. all the poses. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. I, had, I, I, they, <laughs> I brought my guitar. They made me like turn it upside down, and I'm yeah, dude. Oh, so you had your 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 chin resting on your fist. But I was just they make you look as dumb as possible. So you couldn't go, because at our school, they let kids shoot wherever. So I had a buddy who had like a beat up, ugly car, and he got his like in front of that car real proud. And then another buddy was in like standing inside a trash can. And oh like that God, was the one that he used. Cool. I'm like, dude, that's amazing. That's awesome. I should have thought of those. Yeah. But no, it said I didn't, I didn't want to spend the money on it. Our high school did a silly. deal with some studio or something down by Kendrick and, and everybody had to go. Oh, there. okay. So we went, we went there and uh, forever. Forever, uh, forever in that photo, <laughs> and it's in all the relatives' houses. But uh, embarrassing, to, huh? Well, I mean, it's just, it's not embarrassing. I don't care. You, are you, are you, kids you, still into the yearbook thing? I think that- so. My my daughter's on the yearbook club, and she loves it. Um, she loves being a part of it. She, and we're excited to get it because you know she's put a lot of work into it. She, I she, mean, they're expensive. Yes, right? they are. But I mean, what's the point? I think they're great for parents. I still look at mine every week. <laughs> no. Yeah, you know what? It's just box it's material. It's like wedding It's going to go into a box. Like wedding albums. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but at least that was like something you chose, you know? Uh, the rest of it, you just. You're like we bought a nice wedding through. album. Yeah. It was, it's like a, a metal cover. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It's metal. You know, that that is, that is something. We had a professional photographer. That's well, something that's changed a little bit. For the most part, those are now digital albums. People put together different things now for for weddings. Whereas the 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 high school thing is still the physical yearbook with all the yearbook memories, and then the kids take them around and get them signed and have a good summer. Yeah, <laughs> I signed your crack. Yeah, don't change. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we got social media, so it's not like uh, we can't get in touch with these people anymore. Yeah, but this will live. In a, in uh, it's a, it's old a fashioned way. Moment in time, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's good. When was the last time you looked at your yearbook? I, I, like I said, I don't know if I, ha- I don't know if it exists. 
I remember having one at one point. I'm sure it's in my parents' house. I I'm sure they're going to dump it in my house at some point. Because <laughs> I got right. a buddy who says, you know, he's got his earbooks, and, you know, he's moved a couple times as a radio guy. He's moved a couple times, and he goes, I keep taking these stupid books. Mm, that's what I've done. Yeah. And moving them. It's weird. Yeah, I got I just He threw them out. Did he? he yeah, threw I, them out. I don't know when, honestly, I don't know when the last time I looked at it is, but I do have like a stack of them uh, that I keep moving around. They're with the photos. They have that box that you, every time you move, you go, what? I'm just moving this stuff around. I'm never going to look at this stuff. Yep. So he threw them out. I, I don't know if I'd go as far as But, hey, but how out. fun how fun is it to look at an old yearbook from the 50s or the 40s or something, see all them weird-looking people? I mean, they do become cool time capsules. I guess, yeah, years. I guess yeah. it's, a, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a moment in time. I, I did. I actually just seen a, a video recently of 50s or 60s of my parents at Bush Stadium at, like, a cheerleading competition or, or, or something. Like. Or maybe it was, cheered? I was maybe my dad playing football oh. in, in Bush Stadium. But it was, like, really interesting, like 1962 or, or something. It's, All right, it's cool. a moment in time. Yeah, you look cool. at the fashion. Maybe for your kids to look through or something like that would be. But they they'd always go back, you know, on Google and go '90s fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's so. what you guys look like, huh? <laughs> Yuck! Yeah, I never bought a yearbook. That's, never. That's yeah, kind of crazy. That's a cool. That's a cool uh, claim to fame. Not claim to fame, mm -hmm. but a cool. Uh, I'm surprised cool my parents didn't make me. Yeah, or like, they buy one. It seems like that would be the move. The parents would be yeah, the, the parents would make you buy one or a class ring. Ah, I don't know. I know we are, uh, by the way, um, celebrating something today. Uh, today is National Pie Day. Oh, yeah! Best day of the week. Today is National Pie Day. Not like I thought that was the fourteenth of March. No, not not three three. You know, three one four day pie. Gotcha. Actual, actual, actual pie. Actual pie. Actual pie. So today is the day we celebrate actual pie. What's the pie place in town? Where should we go? Tippins? Where's is that the, a place? The Mile High Pie Place? Oh, that, that's a Blue Owl. Is that kind of outside of town that's somewhere? That's the Blue Owl down in Imperial? I had that. Somebody bought me one of those, the Mile High Pie. That's a famous pie in the area. Yeah. Tippins Pies. We, Tippins to, Pies, I don't think they have a place. Used to they? used to have a restaurant in Crestwood. Um, Tippins Pies. I know you could buy a Tippins at the at the grocery store. But there's no there's no there's no more stores. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I prefer pie over cake. Yeah. I like them both. Tiffany's Tiffany's Diner in Maplewood, their pie, they have a great pecan pie, and I'm pretty sure it's just from some frozen market, but it's still pretty good. Man. Have you ever been to a diner, like an old school diner, where you walk in, they have the glass case uh -huh. with yeah. pies That's how rotating. Oh, it doesn't rotate. It just is with exactly. rotating pies, Ooh. and it's like a pie, uh, uh, like a pie display, and you can see there are slices taken out. And for dessert, okay, I will take a lemon meringue. Can you scrape the mold off mm -hmm. of them? Thank you. Those are fresh pies, Scott. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was down at the uh, Courtesy Diner on um, Kings Highway, and there was uh, they got pie down there. This was years ago, and uh, my friend said, "What kind of pie do you got?" And the girl uh, working there said, uh, "We got apple, um, pecan, and uh, raspberry." And he goes, "What is raspberry?" She goes, "I don't know. It's raspberry and some other kind of berry." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take oh it. no, bad news! 2004, Tippins moves exclusively to retail. Yeah, I think they're only grocery stores. Yeah, now. That's a good pie, though. It's a great pie. But a corporation bought the brand and uh, went exclusive to uh, gourmet pies through grocery stores. Okay, so somebody did a poll mm -hmm. to determine to determine the the most popular pies uh, in America. 
Would you like to fashion a guess as to what number one is? Easy. Scud. Yeah. Apple. Got it. This American is apple pie. Mm-hmm. Okay, apple pie number one. Pumpkin. Pumpkin number two. Ooh. Pecan number three. Pecan number six. Yeah, <laughs> nobody really likes pecan. What? Cherry pie number four. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, blueberry. Blueberry number nine. Razzleberry. <laughs> Razzleberry did not. <laughs> shoe fly. Uh, shoe fly pie did not make the list. Molasses. Oh, wait, no, maybe that's rhubarb? Oh, the, uh, the fluffy kind, meringue, lemon meringue. Lemon yeah. meringue's number eight. Rhubarb. That one, I think. I think lemon meringue is my favorite pie. Lemon meringue is the is. introductory. That's, That's like a... the Parrot Bay of alcohol. Like, if you're like, oh, I've never tried alcohol, and then somebody gives you Parrot Bay, you go, damn, this is the sweetest, greatest thing I've ever had. No, you introduce somebody <laughs> to apple pie. Like, the pie, the pie world? No, no way. Lemon meringue is the... Like, listen, I'm talking about six-year-olds. Hey, it's a six-year-old. He's never had pie. Oh, yeah. give him lemon meringue. He'll think pie is the greatest thing. You go to some family, family member's funeral, and that's... Uh... That's the pie of choice there for a kid. Yeah, it's like a lemon fruit, meringue. It's like a fruit mm-hmm. roll up in, in in a pie. I don't know why form. it makes me think of funerals, but no, I tell you, number three is the chocolate pie, which I think is just chocolate pudding in a like a pie shell. Oh yeah, the, yeah, it's yeah. Like, a, like a mousse. Yep, chocolate pudding with with uh, that's number three. something on it, right? The uh, oh wh- whipped cream, yeah. whipped cream, and then chocolate chips sometimes on top of that. Oh, wow. I was in a pie eating contest once where you couldn't use your hands and you could only use your face, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was one of those chocolate whipped creamy pies, mm-hmm. and uh, I got my face in there, I was eating it, <laughs> and I snorted it up uh. a lot. <laughs> and so I no. swear to God, I swear to God, for days, maybe weeks, I could like, I could sniff and taste chocolate and whipped cream in my nose. <laughs> I swear to God, it's so nasty. Uh, you got your banana cream pie at number five. Oh yeah, um, that's that's a good that's one. some good stuff. Uh, peach pie at number seven. Uh, Ooh yeah, peach pie. I, peach. I, I prefer it in cobbler form. I guess pear maybe is pear. On pear pie, yes, number eighteen, Scott. Right. What? Pear I've never pie. had a pear pie. I've never pie. had a pear pie, but I'm not opposed it's to. It's nice because there's always two of them. Not opposed to a pear pie. <laughs> I got that, Scott. <laughs> That's pretty good, dude. <laughs> Do we not have good pears in Missouri? Why have I never had pear pie before? Why have I never I've had? Heard, I've actually pie. never heard of that. I've never heard it yeah. either. I don't know. Maybe small town thing. I, I've had it there. Uh, number twenty, you'd never get is Marionberry. Oh, oh, yeah, that's the razzleberry kind. That's there. like uh, <laughs> basically a uh, blackberry. Marion Berry. Marion Berry. <clears throat> that's from um, like Maine or, or, um, uh, or Oregon or something like that? I, I don't know. I don't know the origins of it, but uh, Marion Berry is number it's like 20. Oregon. Uh, Marion Berry used to be the uh, mayor of the mayor of D.C.? Okay. Smoking uh, crack. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, Marion Berry? Why does that sound so familiar? What <laughs> uh, about squash pies, number 19? <laughs> cranberry pie, number 17? <laughs> Uh, rhubarb pie, number 16. Peanut butter pie, number 15. Oh, that's good stuff. Never heard of that. Sweet potato pie, number 14. That's good. Yeah. Coconut cream, number 13. Key lime. Key lime, number 12. Oh, key lime, so good. <laughs> key lime, again. Strawberry, number 11. That's, that's phase two. And Dang, it's good, Introducing though. you to. We're, we're missing number 10, which is a very famous pie. Um, very famous pie uh, named after a uh, a particular city. Cincinnati pie. Nope. Mm. The Cleveland Toledo pie. pie. Oh, let's see. oh, Dallas. Dallas nope. Pie. No, I've never heard of that. Topeka Pie. Winnemucca. <laughs> uh, let's see. Salt uh, named Lake after City a, Pie. It's a very big city. Minneapolis Los Angeles. Pie. New York Pie? Tokyo. No, come on, guys. And oh. it's a good, it's a great oh. pie. Hamburg Pie. Oh, that's... It's a... an American city. Ah. Miami Northeast. Pie. Boston Pie. Boston, oh, Boston, Boston Cream, cream Pie. pie. Yes. <laughs> Idiots. <so> stupid. <laughs> Come on, you like that game. Uh, Boston Pie. Idiots. <laughs> Boston Pie. That's good stuff. Oh, boy. Hey, before we hit the uh, teamers, remember that I do have to say we do uh, have a uh, 
I guess, winter storm coming. Oh, yeah? Yep. Not, not today. Not today, My weather report but is, uh, uh, this is from uh, stltoday.com. A snowstorm could impact travel in the region Tuesday evening through Wednesday morning. Who? Though the forecast still is uncertain as of Sunday night, uh, the National Weather Service in St. Louis said four to six inches of snow could impact tr- a Tuesday evening and Wednesday morning commutes and recommend motorists adjust travel plans accordingly. Great. We have to go down to Enterprise Center for Richard <laughs> Perfect. Night. That's right. Tuesday night. Uh, the agency on Sunday issued a winter storm watch for uh, Tuesday evening to noon Wednesday in effect for the following counties in Missouri, St. Louis City, St. Louis County, St. Charles, Franklin, Jefferson, Crawford, Washington, St. Francis, St. Genevieve, Iron, Madison, and Reynolds. In Illinois, Bond, Fayette, Clinton, Marion, Washington, Randolph, Madison, St. Clair, and Monroe. So when this will, this, then when this will start, unclear. But between four to six inches is what they're saying. Dang, sweet. I mean, you know, not yeah. if you don't like that kind of thing. <laughs> but I mean, no, this is good. I want to get I want to get the kids out to uh, to Hidden Valley. I want to get them skiing, and I need some snow to there remind me. There we go. That's well, we that could do. be coming our way. All right. Tuesday into Wednesday. <clears throat> and it's brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com/slash Team Riz. From St. Peter's, Alex Die is out. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Remember today, Alex is a longtime Rachel listener. Alex loves everything about the show, especially the random, unscripted conversations that arrive uh, arise. Uh, and Alex really appreciates my ability to always be right. That Thank is, you for recognizing. It is remarkable how that happens. <laughs> uh, Alex Dye from St. Peter's is our Team Riz member of the day. Get a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up on 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Moon here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. And their team of 500 plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live in the communities where they work. The team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, including car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, and even EV to provide you with the tires you need at the lowest price in town guaranteed and at a price in line with your family. Budget and the Dobbs team is ready to service your vehicle with expert auto service too, done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. And now with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, way to go, Dobbs! Full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers take care of your family vehicles and be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com. Then drive in and any of the Dobbs four. 43 convenience store locations are going to take care of you for major savings today. Oh man, is this exciting, especially if you're just now getting into basketball. My family and I, we're getting into basketball and this is a perfect opportunity for you. The State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship Arch Madness is just around the corner. Arch Madness tips off the NCAA Conference Tournament at the Enterprise Center March 2nd through the 5th. 12 Missouri Valley teams, including SIU Carbondale, Missouri State, Bradley, Murray State, and UIC University of Illinois Chicago. They're going to battle for an automatic berth into the NCAA tournament. You can get your tickets now for college basketball's premier conference tournament at archmadness.com. My family is stoked. This is a perfect opportunity to get your family and all the kids and everybody into basketball at Arch Madness. Personally, we are all about Missouri State. We got a lot of family connections, so I am cheering for Missouri State. Pick 
your favorite, go to archmadness.com. See how these teams are doing. Missouri State is on a tear right now. So go Bears and get in on the action and go to archmadness.com. Again, Arch Madness tips off March 2nd through the 5th at Enterprise Center. Archmadness.com. Hey, this is Justin from Blue October, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Make culture studio cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Show at 1057thepoint.com. Also send us your feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app, for example. Uh, hi, guys. Love you. Uh, love the show. Love you guys. are awesome. I wanted to try to do something here for my son's 16th birthday. It would mean the world to him if he gets a shout-out on your show. His name is Demir. Huge fan. Well, I'm sorry. We don't do shout-outs. Yeah, we don't do shout-outs. No shout-outs. I would sorry, never sorry say. Demir. We can't say happy birthday to you. I would never say that. <laughs> so, have a day. <laughs> Uh, we're going to play uh, three and five later, give away some fabulous prizes, including tickets to go see Adam Sandler. Yeah. Enterprise Center Friday night, February 10th. We got uh, tickets to go see Dan Cummins this weekend. We got tickets for our party gras at DB's tent. That's going to be so much fun. Down there in Soulard on Saturday, uh, Saturday, February 18th. And we also have tickets to go see, how about Blue Man Group? Fabulous Fox, uh, February 9th through the 12th. Uh, Mike is here. Hi, guys. Mike is a uh, close personal friend of Clownvis, has known Moon for many, many years. Yeah, I've never seen you and Clownvis in the same room. It's uh, it's weird. I know y'all. He's a spotlight hog, you know? <laughs> I'm the be- I'm more of a behind-the-scenes guy. Yeah, okay. Driver. I see. Yeah, yeah, driver, security. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Load in, load mm-hmm. out. I get it. Everybody needs one of those. Mm-hmm. Do everything. Uh, also, sex time fun facts coming up. Sex toy of the week. So before we get to crap on celebrities, we all play video games as kids. Uh huh. Still do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're a big guy. I played Call of Duty with this guy a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. This guy's a pro. Uh, no, no, no. This guy's well compared to this me. This guy's an average. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody coming at me thinking I'm good. Hey, you've I'm won. Not. I've won. Yes, uh, a couple of times. It's pretty impressive. Hey, listen, playing with this guy made me nervous. Why? Because yeah. I was well, yelling. You, you were well, yelling, carrying on. And everyone he plays with, they're all at that same level, so it's just impossible almost to keep up. You're like, dude, I couldn't you guys are up. really good. You were yelling to do things. I didn't know the character could do that. Open the door! I didn't know I, I didn't know we could open doors. <laughs> I, I crouched down do and crawl. That. I don't know how to do it. Which buttons do I press? I'm just mashing the I'm mashing the controller at this point. My character just yeah. jumps at the door. Still had fun, though. We were laughing. I had a great time. <laughs> we were laughing. I had a great time. So... 2,000 adults were, were surveyed uh, to determine the greatest video games of all time. Of all time. Of all time. All time. So I want to see if you can get me any in the top 10. Okay. And these are in order. Greatest video games of all this time. Is, this, is a, this is online, so this is like a world, right? We're not talking about like we like surveyed 2,000 games of all time. This is the most fun games or whatever. Like. 2,000 adults. Okay. Um, I'll start. I'll start with the. And these are at-home video games. Mm-hmm. It's got to be one of the franchises. So we'll we'll go Madden or FIFA. I'll say FIFA if, FIFA if we're talking about the world. Is number one. They oh, say FIFA dang. is the number one video game. Of I've all never time. even heard of FIFA. What is that? FIFA is the soccer game, oh, okay. and uh, oh, it's the so- soccer franchise has been going since like whatever ninety one, ninety two. Huh. So I just got it yesterday. I got the FIFA twenty three and I played. I think that's 
wrong. And played it <laughs> big time. FIFA full foam. Played it with my uh, my son in law. And King now, Scott now we're in a league. Hey. Now we're in an online league. It's it's fun. And I don't FIFA's, even see Madden in the top forty. Whoa. Okay. I, th- I thought <clears throat> Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda. Number twenty. Mm. Super Mario Kart. Number two. Ooh. Grand Call- Theft Auto. Number four. Call of Duty. Call it number six. Halo. Halo. Halo should be number three. Halo's number 37. 007. Oh, that's Goldeneye. Goldeneye, number 35. Crash Bandicoot. That is number 19. F-Zero. Oh. F-Zero. What is F-Zero? Old game from Nintendo days. Uh, Super Sonic. Or Sonic. Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog, number eight. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. um, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario 3. You know, I'm going to say Super Mario World. Is that a, is is that the same? No, that's for, uh-uh. that's a Switch game. Uh, Super Mario World is number three. Whoa! Mm. Yeah. What? Red Dead Redemption. That is number twenty-two. Should be in single digits. What about Metroid? Metroid. I did see that. Metroid. No, 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 no. Mega, Mega Man. Mega Man. Oh, Mega Man was so good. Super Mario World is the one where he's uh, riding Yoshi on the cover. See this? Oh yeah, that's. That's different. Yeah. That's Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, there's I mean, I'm one. sure there's other... Okay, Mario World. Um, okay. Pac-Man, Pac-Man's number five. I was going to say, let's go back to, like, Pong, Pitfall. Dude, I'll tell you, number seven is a game that I could still play now and just be totally satisfied. Just a, to- just a time suck. Mario Kart? Tetris. Tetris. Tetris, number seven. Yeah. Um, the Sims, number nine. Oh, okay. Did you say double Minecraft? Yeah, they, he said 30, Goldeneye, number 37. 35. Minecraft? Minecraft, Minecraft. Uh, number twelve. Man, and you already said GTA. Let's think of Minesweeper. That was number one. I forgot about Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's get back to it. What about Tekken? Super Street Fighter Two. Street Fighter Two should be Tyson Boxing. Street Fighter OG's number eight. Mike Tyson's Punch didn't make it. That's my favorite. What? Mike Tyson's Punch Out did not make it. Double Dragon. Ooh. Did not make it. Contra. Did not make it. All right. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, oh yeah. What are we thinking? 39. Yeah. That's top of mind, too. a game changer. Dude, another game changer at number 23. I played the crap out of this Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Start giving us years. Donkey Kong 64. Donkey Kong is number 13. Great one. Yeah. Great one. Uh, number 10 is one of your classics. Rampage. Uh, no, great Ooh, game, though. One of your that classics. That game was awesome. Started as an arcade game. Frog. Uh, Simpsons. Uh, no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No. That, those didn't make it. What? Did you say Simpsons or? Yeah. He said okay. Simpsons. Um, one year, I mean, if you were to say one of the top ten classics, you'd put it next to Centipede. Uh, Deer Hunter? Oh, no, no, no. It's, a, it's oh, Alien Invaders. NBA Jam. A- Alien Invaders, right? Uh, oh. Space Invaders. Space, Space, Space oh, Invaders. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number 11 was turned into a movie franchise uh, starring an actress. Um, Evil or the Resident, uh, Resident, Evil. Resident Evil. Evil's number 25, but number 11 is another one akin to that. Hill? Very famous. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, ah. number 11. Uh, 14 was Wii Sports. I don't know what Football Manager is. <laughs> uh, hmm. I don't know It's really big it's in a other separate, states. It's a separate game. Tecmo uh, Bowl. <laughs> no. SimCity's number 21. That counts as the Sims. Ooh, yeah. That doesn't. That's silly. Pokemon, well, no, number 16. Assassin's Creed 17. Assassin's Creed is fun, but I feel like every one of them is the same. Game. Bonk's Adventures. No. 
Uh, World of War, uh, Warcraft number 36. What about Star Fox 64? Those were good. What, what was it? What was the number? 64? Star mm-hmm. Fox something? You ever played oh, that? that? was just Star Fox. There was two ver- there was an updated version. There's Super Nintendo and then the 64, right? Uh Doom number 34. Oh, Doom. What's the uh, oh, that was a game changer for sure. The motocross. Oh, Duke, Duke Nukem. Motocross uh Excite Bike? Excite Bike. No, it didn't make it. Uh, Need for Speed 31. Duke Nukem? Gran Turismo. Street no. Street Fighter. We Street Fighter was on there already. That? The Last of Us is 33, The Witcher 32, Animal Crossing 30, Tekken 29. I said Tekken. Oh, you did. Sorry. Fortnite, number 28. Oh, my gosh. How did we miss You're missing that? two big ones, 26 and 27. Uh, one is fairly new. A new one came out within the past couple months. My son plays the crap out of this. God yeah. of War. Oh, yeah. That's been that's been crushing for 20 years now. And 27 is uh, Final Fantasy. Oh, mm. yeah. Never got into those. Never oh, Fallout those. was number 38. Fallout is a lot of yep, fun. Yeah, those are awesome. But yeah, they say FIFA is the number one. That's wild. Dude, FIFA sells greatest video game. Branch of all out time. a little bit here if that's FIFA sells so many. There's copies. a lot of fun games out there. Yeah. Worldwide. The the problem with FIFA is you play online, you just get your ass kicked. Yeah. I'm real good until I play other people. Especially if you <laughs> if you're the ball. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the rain delay. And we're back. Uh, today is uh, January 23rd. Back in the day, 66 years ago, 1957, toy company Whammo produced the very first Frisbees. Brought to you by Whammo. They sold over 100 million by 1977. Wow. With a with a overhead cost of 0.6 cents. Boy, you ever hear this story? For, so it was 45 years ago, 1978. Terry Kath, who was the lead singer and guitarist for the band Chicago, he tried to prove that his pistol was not loaded by pointing it at his head and pulling the trigger. It was loaded, and he shot himself to death. I did not know that. I didn't either. Uh, 40 years ago, 1983, the A-Team debuts on NBC. 37 years ago, 1986, the very first class inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Can you name anybody? Chuck Berry. First Chuck one. Berry, yes. Little yeah. Richard. Little Richard, yes. Elvis? Uh, Elvis, yes. Fats Domino? Yes. Big Richard? No. Hmm. Medium <laughs> size. <laughs> it was Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis, Little Richard, Jimmy Rogers, and Sam Phillips. All the first class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Congrats, guys. Uh, 32 years ago, 1991, the IRS begins uh, auctioning off Willie Nelson's property to satisfy his back taxes. Which totaled over $16 million. How do you forget to pay that much? Bad business manager. I know how Willie forgot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 26 years ago, 1997, the Spice Girls movie Spice, uh, Spice World was released. 23 years ago, the year 2000, American Beauty wins the Golden Globe for Best Film Drama and The Sopranos win for Best Television Drama. 20 years ago, 2003, Give me a break, superstar Nell Carter dies from complications of diabetes at the age of 54. 18 years ago, Johnny Carson dies from emphysema. 12 years ago, 2011, America's true guru of physical fitness, Jack LaLanne, dies of respiratory failure due to pneumonia at his home in California. He was 96. And two years ago, 2021, Larry King dies of sepsis shortly after recovering from COVID. He was 87. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. 
All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crab On Celebrities. Crab On brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Pam Anderson is coming out with a memoir called Love Pamela at the end of the month. Uh, in it, she alleges that Tim Allen, two first names, fla- flashes, <laughs> flashes <laughs> at her on the set of Home Improvement in 1991. Uh, at the time, she was 23. He was 37. Pam says, quote, on the first day of filming, I walked out of my dressing room and Tim was in the hallway in his robe. He opened his robe and flashed me quickly, completely naked underneath. He said it was only fair because he's seen me naked. Now we're even. I laughed uncomfortably. Well, Tim flat out denies it. He says, quote, no, it never happened. I would never do such a thing. Pam was on the show for two seasons. I forgot. I always forget yeah, that she was on that show. Talk about tool time. So we'll see. We'll see where that uh, memoir goes. That comes out at the end of the month. So so he's getting flack for that. Uh, did anybody read about Madonna over the weekend? So I guess in her book, Sex, remember she put out that mm-hmm. book, Sex? In the 80s? Uh, I think it was 90s. The one that Jeff had? Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you know there's like a whole thing in there about her having sex with a teenager when she was an adult? Oops. No. And now people are like, check this out. No. Yeah, read up on that. That's wild. She's got, you know, I was saying she groomed a kid. It's right there in, in her book. In the print? In print. I did not see that. Huh. Uh, I know that she's making a lot of waves because all this tour and all this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Lisa Marie Presley's funeral at Graceland happened yesterday, and it was a pretty freaking sweet concert. Listen to this. Billy Corgan sang the uh, Smashing Pumpkins track to Sheila. Axl Rose sat down at a piano, and he played Piano Man, of all things. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, played, he played November Rain. Uh, and Alanis Morissette sang her 2021 single, Rest. Axel also spoke before his performance. Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York, read a poem called A Tribute to the Children. Uh, we'll put more details of, of the whole thing up on the blog. But yeah, I watched uh, Axel Rose's uh, speech. Oh, I you guess did? they were good friends. Did you see him play November Rain? I did not. I, I watched him. him. I watched oh. him sing it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it was. It's so good. He doesn't sound like he used to, but I mean, it's very sincere. It's just him and the piano out in front of Graceland. It was pretty beautiful. So it's less like. Uh, put on the the voice. I mean, you say his voice sounds different. Is it is it much more calm? It's much. I would say like haggard or just kind of uh, just not. He doesn't have the um, the not, timber or the or the. Re- it's the, not late eighties. Yeah, it doesn't have the Actually. power. It's huh. a little more. It's all in falsetto and, and, and raspy. Uh, and it, if you didn't know it was him and you didn't know the song and that was the first time you heard it, you might think he's kind of joking or something. Oh, but if no. you're but if you're a fan of the whole thing and you've seen it all, then it, it was pretty beautiful. I think. That's it cool. was, and his speech was actually pretty genuine. Uh, I guess they were very good friends. I didn't know Who that. Knew? Who knew? Uh, Who Scott? knew? Yeah, this is uh, the Madonna what? thing, right? Oh boy! Wow! What do you got? What do you got? Uh, do you want me to read some of it? Sure, sure. All right. This is excerpt. This is excerpt from in the book. her book. Yeah. Oh. Sex with the young can be fun if you're in a mood. If you're in feeling impatient or you feel like you want someone else to take charge, do not have sex with someone who's inexperienced. But it can be really arousing. One of the best experiences I had, uh, referring to Madonna there, uh, ever was <laughs> with a teenage boy. And I think he was a virgin. He hardly had any public hair. And um, I think he was, uh, or he was Puerto Rican. He was uncircumcised. He lived in my building. Anyways, it gets down to this part where he gets kicked out of his house one night. And he asks if he stay the night with her. And she said... Yes, and um, she's like, but I only have one bed, so she couldn't sleep. So they ended up having 
sex Intercourse. and she said it was absolutely amazing and um, and she encourages anyone to try that. Firstly, there's nothing in that because teenage could be could mean 18 or 19. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But so, it's still but it's a, it's a wording of the young, you know, like yeah, it yeah. sounds wet. And if she's in her twenties, right now, it's in whatever a book she was. that she's trying to sell, and it's it's and all trying to be provocative, glamorizing. Pro- yeah, and he could I have mean, shaved. That's she why she's got no any. pubes. So. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, problematic. Yeah, that's a little strange. Could we pull that uh, audio of King Scott yes. telling that story yes. though? That yeah, yeah. might come in handy. Public. I hair. made sure to say uh, her <laughs> name in there. Oh man, <clears throat> Jeremy Renner broke <laughs> over thirty bones. 30 bones. Thank that, God it wasn't in, 31. In that snowplow accident on New Year's Day. He shared a photo of himself receiving medical attention to his legs. He said, quote, morning workouts, resolutions, all changed this particular New Year's. Spawned from tragedy for my entire family and quickly focused into uniting actionable love. I want to thank everybody for their messages and thoughtfulness for my family and I. These 30-plus broken bones will mend, uh, grow stronger. Just like the love and bond with family and friends deepens love and blessings to you all. He received comments from his Marvel co-stars. Chris Hemsworth said, your champion, mate. We love you. Chris Evans then said, uh, that's one tough mf uh, Has anyone checked on the Snowcat? Sending much love. Uh, you can see the post up on the blog. But, man, 30-plus bones. Ah, that is wild. That is no joke. Legendary Gosh. astronaut Buzz Aldrin. We we're just talking about him on Friday because he celebrated a birthday. Ninety-three. Congratulations. That's right, Buzz. Well, congratulations because he also got married on Friday. And a boy, Buzz. The lucky lady is a Dr. Enka Fowler. She is the executive vice president of Buzz's company, Buzz Aldrin Ventures. She's sixty-three. Buzz. Look at that. Uh, in a tweet announcing the wedding, uh, Buzz called her his longtime love. This is uh, his fourth wife. Uh, his third marriage ended in divorce in 2012. Buzz was the second man to walk on the moon after Neil Armstrong when the Apollo 11 mission landed on July 20th, 1969. Uh, is he the one that smacked somebody in the like a reporter in oh, the face? A couple face years ago, when they said when they approached him and said the moon landing was fake. I remember yeah, something. Was, I don't remember a slap, but I think it was Buzz. Was Buzz? Was Buzz? I don't. I don't remember. I'll have yeah, to look yeah, that up. I'm gonna find that. Yeah, Scott, Scott looked that up while I talk about Netflix uh, and their Karate Kid, Karate Kid spinoff, Cobra Kai, biggest season yet with season six. Now the showrunners say season six is the last one. The series creators thank the fans and actors on Friday afternoon, tweeting that Cobra Kai has enabled us to play Sensei, expanding the original storylines and birthing a new generation of underdogs. We've never once taken this opportunity for granted in the series' last season premiere date. Um, I guess I guess it hasn't been announced, but uh, yeah, that's... So has it been canceled? I, I don't see or the word canceled. I don't see the word canceled, but I think they're done. I Maybe they're the- just out of ideas. The Buzz Aldrin truth here. He, oh, he uh, punched he was, a guy. Yeah, he punched him. That's <laughs> well, just a different he type of slap. He punched a moon landing conspiracy theorist. <laughs> uh-huh. That's just a different type of slap. <clears throat> Nobody crosses Buzz. <laughs> uh, Avatar The Way of Water continues its strong run at the movies. This film, top of the box office for the sixth straight week, making $19.7 million. Mike, you see it? No. It's pretty cool, man. It's pretty good. No. It's pretty cool. I will. I'm willing to. It's pretty good. We saw it in 3D. What's your style? What's your style movie? You like these big adventure things? MacGruber. <laughs> That's a great movie. You like all right, thriller action. No, I like. I liked. Uh, yeah, I like to see things in the theater every once in a while. So that sounds like this a good theater good. experience. I might do that. It is on the doorstep of six hundred million just domestically. 
The rest of the top five were uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, Missing, Megan's still up on top, and A Man Called Otto, which apparently my mom is like, the book is incredible. You've got to uh, see Tom this. Oh, the Tom Hanks movie. Yep. Alec Baldwin is gonna uh, is not going to let a little thing like an involuntary manslaughter charge interrupt his career. Rust is going to continue shooting. If you'll pardon the expression, and uh, Alec is still in it. An attorney for the movie says the production will now have, quote, on-net safety supervisors and union crew members and will bar any use of working weapons or any ammunition. Oh, that's good. Well, yeah, which seems like an obvious thing to have done prior hmm. to. So no guns on set? No, no, no. They're saying no working guns and working <laughs> ammunition, uh, which I thought was already huh. the standard. Uh, Baldwin and the movie. We'll finger guns. Baldwin and the armorer uh, Hanny, uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed Both facing involuntary manslaughter charges We talked about this last weekend uh, Or last week Assistant director Dave Halls agreed to plead guilty To a charge of negli- negligent use Of a deadly weapon He allegedly handed the gun to Baldwin on the set And told him it was safe right before it went off Killing the cinematographer and wounding the director I thought about this over the weekend Because last week we're like Oh it seems obvious that, that Baldwin would be charged But can you imagine I understand he may have some culpability with his production company and some other things, but in the moment, you're an actor, you're a director, you're handed something on a set which you would never, ever think could be a live yeah. gun with a live yeah. ammo, and he's being charged for manslaughter. I, I, I just remember I took those acting classes back in the day, and our coach did a ton of you know movies and TV shows, and anytime he had a gun, they'd, he'd always check. Yeah, I like understand He learned that. what the difference was in a bullet, and he looked himself. Uh, yeah. He didn't trust anyone else's I opinion. I re- reading more about this, it's pretty much because he's a producer. Okay. Like that's oh, okay. why. Which, okay. Well, yeah, I'm, and, and I don't know the details. I, I'm just saying, on the surface, this man is already going through enough, I would assume. Well, and also, they're going to use him going on one of those talk shows and being interviewed saying he didn't pull the trigger against him. Okay. Like any PR person would be like, hey, uh, dude, don't do it before. Yeah, yeah. Don't do any interviews. Like, don't incriminate yourself yeah. in any way. Like, shut up. Mm, That's what a lawyer will tell you to do. Dude, don't do any interviews. Shut your face. I just can't imagine what his heart and psyche and everything is going through having killed somebody. Oh, I mean, I can't I, and imagine I, either. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I don't, I don't want to judge what his actions were after that in any way, because I just cannot fathom. Well, Scott worked as a hitman for a while. Mm-hmm. You just got to push it down. Yeah, you just push it down. Push it go down, have some about uh, virgin margaritas <laughs> and <laughs> think right. have a good night. Feelings. Uh, Marshall Tucker died last week, and you would think that that would be devastating for the Marshall Tucker band. But you're wrong, because uh, Marshall Tucker's not even in the Marshall Tucker band. I never knew this story. What? He was a blind pianist. He was 99 years old when he passed away. Congratulations, Congratulations. Marshall. Nice. Uh, he used to tune pianos in a warehouse in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Later, after he left the premises and handed in his key, the band started rehearsing there. They found the old keychain with Tucker's name on it, and since they needed a name, they took it. Wow. That's wow. the story. Yeah, you know, it's like that? Leonard Skinner. Like, that was a gym teacher yeah. at one of their schools. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Now, didn't he not like the guys or something like that? Yeah, it was like a it was a mean gym teacher. They yeah, he was mean to the him. band members, so they named a band after him. <laughs> now that's funny. That's that's some petty that's some petty trolling. It wins, it? Man. Uh, singer Doug Gray, who's the only original member left in the band, uh, has said that they didn't even know Marshall Tucker was a person. They thought it was a company name. Go ahead, first. give me one Marshall Tucker song. No, I can't. Can't you see? Can't you see? Can I see what? 
That's a song, right? What the hell, worm man, man, doing the me. I have no idea. You know that song? I mean, I'm sure I would recognize it if you played it in front of me. They must have had a couple hits. Must have. I mean, I've been hearing the name for a few decades now. Speaking of a few decades, Pink Floyd's new social media logo to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Dark Side of the Moon has upset some people, specifically homophobic people that have never seen the cover of the band's iconic album. Get this. The new People logo. So stupid. Just like, yeah, just like Dark Side of the Moon's album cover features a rainbow. The rainbow was used as a prism of light to celebrate the band's infamous light shows set to the album. After Pink Floyd dropped the reworked logo, commenters are writing all sorts of things, including, yeah, because I always hear Pink Floyd fans saying, I wish Pink Floyd was more gay. And after seeing this logo, I will not buy the reissue. Yeah, you know, their gay agenda. Yeah. What do you think they should change their name to something more masculine? I mean, it is Pink Floyd. Maybe yeah. something like Richard Simmons or... I don't know. I guess I've never George seen George Michael, something the, the original, more masculine. The original cover. Plenty of counters to the uh, ignorant comments saying, you know, I'm I'm calling on Bill Nye, the science guy, to educate the micro-brained, bigoted group of Americans on how prisms work yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> to color our that's world. That's what's so funny. We're, we're, we're amplifying the, the <laughs> 10 people. Well, it is yeah. a lot more than 10, but, but still. Is there more than 10? Uh, it, it was, it was, oh, God. People are dopes. <laughs> that is so um, amazing. Sometimes. So amazing. Not you. stupid. Not you. People are. Uh, Corey Taylor, two first names, has begun work on a second solo album, the follow-up to 2022's CMFT. Taylor shared a video update over the weekend, and uh, I'll just let him. I'll just let him talk about it. I'm excited. I mean, everything's just bigger this time. Man. Everything sounds better. Everything's running better. Everything's the most running. important record ever. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm excited here. I'm a fan. I'm. An, I'm. I like Slipknot. I yeah, like Corey Taylor. That's cool. So CMFT is Corey Mother F and Taylor. That's what that stands uh, for. I thought it was country music fun time. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> okay. No, it's very. T- I love the guy's voice and a super nice guy too. I'm, I'm a fan. I just don't even need to hear him talking about how important his record is. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'll put more information up on the blog about it. Uh, the, this band's only weeks ago, uh, weeks away from their 50th anniversary tour, but that doesn't mean the drama between Journeys and Neil Schoen and Jonathan Kane has been settled. Kane has now countersued Schoen, alleging that the guitarist charged over a million dollars in personal expenses to the band's shared American Express card. What the hell kind of credit? They must have one of those fancy no-limit cards. It's pretty wild. Well, beginner one. That's one charge mean. allegedly including a one-month $400,000 shopping spree. Schoen had previously sued Kane for blocking asset, uh, access to the band credit card and its financial statements. Since Kane is a guarantor on the uh, credit card, uh, he's, he's on the hook for all these charges. Uh, the keyboardist claimed that he he once asked American Express to put a $30,000 spending limit on Shone, and Shone's lawyer called Kane's claims as phony as a $3 bill. Uh, we'll put it on the journey card. Yeah, th- there's been other beef between the two as well. Shone shot off a cease and desist letter after Kane played some journey tunes during an event for the former president. Uh, Shone's wife also said members of Journey were adamant that original keyboardist Greg Rowley not join this upcoming tour after Shone claimed that he would. The guitarist then Mike backtracked. Mike the journey camp. It's like, sad to see. Uh, fun fact, Shone's wife, uh, I, Michelle, or M- M- I'm not sure how you say her name, uh, Mrs. Shone, uh, made headlines in 2009 yeah, after she, she crashed. Cra- the yeah, she crashed a state dinner at the White House with then-husband uh, Tariq, and they both had to appear in front of a home, uh, a House Homeland Security Committee as lawmakers asked how they breached security. Remember a couple years ago, the White House gate crashers was a huge deal? Yeah, it was These two just walked in like they walked in. Isn't he the famous guy that even got into numerous like Oscar award things like like backstage and all this without a pass? And he just did this everywhere. I guess that was their thing. Yeah. Uh, one more fun story: a campaigner who's tried three times to have Ozzy Osbourne knighted. 
said that she has good reason not to give up after receiving a letter from the United Kingdom government. Uh, Helen something, I can't pronounce her last name, is uh, behind the petition, uh, the petition to elevate the Black Sabbath icon to the status of Sir, which has received nearly 35,000 signatures to date. She's been turning this in, advocating for him to be uh, honored since 2013. She got, a, she got an update, and this letter says, As you are aware, Mr. Osborne has been under consideration for an honor for a while. Unfortunately, to date, he has been unsuccessful, as I am sure you will appreciate. There's an extremely fierce competition for the very limited number of awards. They go on and talk about... About how listen it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility here so you're saying there's a chance that the prince of darkness may be may be asserted at but, this at this point they're looking for other guys that haven't peed on the alamo or eaten live animals <laughs> yes. but after those guys are in yes. Ozzy and, and is the king of darkness still around i mean you want to have this guy taken i don't know by the way that dude has sold over 100 million records Ozzy. He's the best. Ozzy. Yeah. Yep. Pretty pretty crazy. All right. Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers, eighth overall in 1998. Played for the Sixers, Warriors, Wizards, Cavaliers, Bulls, Knicks, Bobcats, and Magic. Sean Kemp. St. Louis's own Larry Hughes. Larry oh. Hughes. Larry Hughes is 44 years old. UFC champ Tito Ortiz is 48. Kelly from Saved by the Bell. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is 49. Mariska Hargitay is 59. She's Lieutenant Olivia Benson. On Lower and Order SVU, Robin Zander from Cheap Trick is seventy. The Miracle on the uh, on the uh, the Hudson Pilot, Chelsea Sullenberger is seventy-two. Oh yeah, Sully. Tom Hanks played him in the movie Sully. Uh, the OG MacGyver, Richard Dean Anderson is seventy-three, and Cheetah Rivera is ninety. She did West Side Story in Chicago, first Hispanic woman to receive a Kennedy Center's honor. All right, today's birthday, Porno Birthday, is brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is Summer Rose. Today's birthday girl has been in 196 fine films, including Attack of the Monster Mammaries, Back Road to Paradise, Bitches in Heat 7 and 16, Down and Dirty in Beverly Hills, Kissing Cousins, Royally Flushed, Slots and Sluts, Scott's favorite, Ubangus from Uranus. Because <laughs> it's, it's in 3D. He likes <laughs> Where the boys aren't one, and who could forget a role in 1985's The Good, The Bad, and The Horny. Summer Rose is 57 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and we will play three and five and give away some stuff. Three and five, simple concept, and uh, we'll practice with you, Mike, first. Cool. Moon's going to give you a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three categories right, you win your choice of prizes. Mike will also be the judge and jury here. Okay. You gonna be firm today? I'll be firm as a what's firm? An, a, firm as hell. Firm as an apple. <laughs> Play next. Hey, it's Dan Soder. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday to whoever the hell's birthday it is. I bet it's a real special day for pretty much just you. Gonna give away some uh, fabulous prizes in just a little bit with three and five. Just before we get to the contest, I bet some shower thoughts. It's Monday. Shower thoughts. Let's get the the brain the pumping. brain working. Gears going. All right, some shower thoughts. Uh, with eggs being so expensive, that weird person on your street that has their own chickens is finally vindicated. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> They're getting it. We had some. Uh, we had some family friends that uh, they live out in Ladue, and they. Uh, I guess you could lease chickens. Oh yeah. You could lease them. What does that mean? You got to give them back at some point. I mean, I guess it's like a like a car. Like you rent them. Who 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 the hell's buying these chickens back? Somebody's got to take old chicken off your hands, and then, and then what? I guess you eat it. Well, well you, so you you lease it, 
And then when you don't want it, you give it back and they... What's a chicken like? Five? Else? A chicken's like five I bucks. don't know. What a deal. But, <laughs> I, yeah, listen, I'm going to get into the business. I would love to own some chickens and lease them to you. Within a day... Hawks took him. <laughs> oh, boy. You got chicken insurance on those uh, little guys? <laughs> oh, man. We have chickens on our farm. It's uh, What a foul business. I love, I love oh, chickens, man. I'll pick a chicken right come up. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, man. What, what do you want? God, I can take a video of me next time trying to catch one of them. Rocky style. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's In sitcoms, no, nobody ever goes to work. And in crime dramas, they never stop working. Yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, the only language that works in the vacuum of space is sign language. Your alarm sound is technically your life's theme song. Every episode starts with it. A self-aware idiot is a lot less terrifying than an idiot who believes they're intelligent. At some point, we all just decided blue jeans match everything. It, yeah, it yeah, I think about that all the time. Do you? I do. Because when I'm putting something together, I'm always like, oh, man, am I going to look like an idiot? And I was like, how does this? Well, it's genes, so it, it goes. Uh, the real gauge of friendship is how clean your house needs to be before they could come over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Same for family. I let my best friend into my personal bathroom the other day. Ooh, big deal. Uh, so just because you're my best. Personal come on bathroom. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> number one or number two? Oh, we weren't going. I was just showing him some stuff. Oh, okay. I thought he, you let him use it. <laughs> no, no, no. I said, this thing's dripping, man. Come help. He's a plumber. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. oh that's different. I thought you meant, like, you know, okay. you were so proud of it. You're like, hey, why don't you? Well, we were over. He wasn't Take you know, it for he, a spin. He wasn't on the job, and he's not really a plumber. He's something else. I call him a plumber. But he, uh, I said, uh, come in and tell me what this is going on. But I wouldn't have taken anybody else in there. Oh, that's nice. Because it wasn't just because it wasn't ready. I did, you know, I had towels on the ground or something. That's maybe. another step in your relationship. Yeah. Are we close enough where I could see your personal? I'll give you a peek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after taxes, no one who won Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was actually a millionaire. Oh, really? You're either killing yourself to make money or not having enough money is killing you. The last person alive will not have a funeral. Oh. Sad, huh? That's yeah. pretty dark, man. Yeah. yeah. As electric cars slowly start taking over the industry, living by a highway is not going to be as annoying. Drink enough cheap wine and you're an alcoholic, but drink the same amount of expensive wine and you're a connoisseur. Mm. <laughs> Egg salad is still chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's stuck on chickens. <laughs> Boxed wines are Capri Suns for depressed adults. Yeah. And yeah. men are more likely to know when they're dehydrated than women because they watch their own stream. True. True. You know, I saw like a whole, like a, like a, and it looked like one of those posters that you used to get in the back of Spencer's or at Hot Topic or something like that. But it was like, uh, where your color is supposed to be and what it means. And it was, you know, like those graphic ones. Uh -huh. And the, when it said clear, it said, too, you've had too much water. And I'm like, <gasps> What? I thought that was like I thought that was the goal. Oh, that was good. Oh. That's what I thought too. It oh. says too it said too much water. It was like a light, you know, light pigment or whatever, like just light, enough. Light yellow? Yeah. You, you know, like I mean your body's supposed to have Who's buying the pee poster? That, I know. I think I want one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's you know, maybe for I'd like urologist walls or something. I don't know. Well you pee sitting down, so you're not seeing anyway. That's true. That's true. All right. I do see it though. Yeah, but after it's diluted in the water. That's a great point. Thanks.
The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- Man, we got some good stuff. And uh, today's contest is sponsored by... Brought to you by T.R. Hughes. Half-acre new home sites in Winsville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com. All right, so we got tickets to go see Adam Sandler. Enterprise Center, Friday night, February 10th. We've got tickets to go see Dan Cummins, our buddy. Two shows, pageant, Saturday. You'll get two tickets to the 8 p.m. late show. We've got tickets for our Party Gras, DB's Tent down at Soulard. That'll be Saturday, February 18th. Uh, we've got, uh, let me see, Mod Sun's going to be there. Yep. Uh, the Dirt Bags, the Teenage Dirt Bags will be there. That's also, right. the Dirt Bags Gone Country. Gone Country. It's a, we're, we're 90s alternative and 90s y'all alternative. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> and we have tickets to go see Blue Man Group performing at the Fabulous Fox Theater, February 9th through the 12th. The men are still blue. Abu Di, Abu Da. I love that. The rest is all new. <laughs> have you ever seen Blue Man Group? I've, I've seen pictures. I've seen them on, on little clips, you know, but I've never gone to see I've, them. We went to see them, I mean, a long time ago. Pretty the awesome, Rock right? Broadway, pretty awesome. Is that when they were doing, like, the Stickman uh, figures in the for the for the band in the background? Oh, this was so long ago. I saw them in the street in uh, in Boston. We were playing a big show at whatever theater is, is there, and you turn around, it's the whole theater district, and I saw, well, is I, saw, it the same, I saw men that were blue. Same fellas? No, no, it's, it's, a, it's like a... I'm sure there are it's many. Like a, it's a franchise in, thing. In blue it's got to be a rough career painting your face every day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would I think would. that's rough. It's rough. Nobody knows who's behind that yep. blue makeup. Those guys probably live a sad life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of work putting that makeup yeah. on, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't envy anybody who's got to put on makeup for a living. <laughs> yeah. How many, hours, full face. how many hours do you think that would take there, Mike? I mean, look, they're just getting blue. All you got to do is dunk your head in something. It's not like they got to <laughs> paint on multiple eyebrows or like some people do, but... They're, um, I'm sure that they're uh, very talented. Is it the same guys? I really, that is the real No, question. I think the original group then like franchised to like a Vegas group and there was an LA group and then I think there was a touring group as well. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure, I don't, I'm not up on my history of Blue Man Group, but I anyway. know that there was a whole bunch of them. No, let's keep talking about the Blue Man Group. Anyway, <laughs> I want to give away some stuff. It's a good show. All right, so three and five, Moon's going to uh, throw out a category. You name three things in that category within five seconds. Two out of three categories right, you win. Mike is the judge and jury here. Moon, let's practice with Mike. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, well, since we've been talking about it, name three professionals that wear makeup. Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, Bozo the Clown. There we go. Ooh. I can't believe you wouldn't mention your friend Clownvis, but okay. Yeah. He gets enough cred on this show. Scott, <laughs> you want to try one? Oh, no. Oh, i got to turn the microphone on. <laughs> he pointed to the mic. Like he wants to. I, would, I would like to try. I would All try. right. Give him one. All right. Okay. Uh, name uh, three flavors of pie. Apple, rhubarb, and raspberry. Or razzleberry. Razzleberry. Razzleberry for the win. Let's go to the phones. And Richard in Cedar Hills. Good morning, Richard. Morning, guys. Hey, Mike. Welcome to the show. Can you let your buddy Clavis know that I'm a huge fan? Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> let him know. Write that down. I'll let him know. I'm going to text yep. him. Yep. Uh, here we go, uh, Richard. Okay, Richard. Name three romantic movies. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, Charlie. Oh. No ums or ahs to start. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get, we're All right, Richard. Back. Oh, for one. Next. Okay, Richard. Name three things you see on a bus. People, chairs, wheel, driving wheel. Was the fastest answer ever. People, chairs. That's good. And one final one, Richard. Okay, man. Name three St. Louis-based companies. Boeing, Enterprise, uh, uh, St. Louis Brico. 
What What was that last one? St. Louis Bread Co. St. Louis Bread Co. Okay, all right. Um, Did he um at the beginning? No. No, it was no. a... It, something uh, came out of his throat. I don't think it was... Did he get a, it, though? I'm going to say, yeah, he got okay. it. Okay, got it. Hey, I'm Woo! Woo! That was close. <laughs> Just barely. That was a buzzer beater. Yeah, that stressed me out. All right, Nick, ready to play? Yes, sir. How you guys? Hey, man. So far, so right. good. All right, here we go, Nick. Okay, name three things that are sour. Candies, apples, gum. Technically, yes. What's a sour gum? <laughs> uh, okay, Nick, can you name a sour gum? Go. <laughs> uh, juicy fruit. Is oh, juicy fruit sour? I don't know. Let, wait, let me see what Google says. <laughs> Is juicy fruit sour? It's fruity. Let's see. The juicy fruit can Cannabis strain. What? No. Why, why did that pop no, up? Juicy fruit gum. Listen, it does say candy bubble gum and tangy sour citrus. Juicy fruit is gonna move ya. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right, Nick, you I, got I guess it. it works. You got it. All right, next. Okay. Uh, name three famous track stars. Uh, Nick is gone. By the way, where'd he what, go? What happened? Nick hung up. You well, you Nick guys are pressuring him. You're pressuring him. What do you mean I pressured fruit. him? Listen, you guys got Let's go to Michael. unfriendly. Michael. Hey, how's it going, guys? Give uh, me the same question. Name three famous track stars. Jackie Joyner, Kersey, Carl Lewis, Jane Bolt. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. Jackie Joyner and Kersey. Did he get Usain Bolt at the end? I don't think so. Yes, I'm not I, the judge. I'm, I'm going to say it, it just missed it. I hope I'm not wrong about that, but it sounded like it okay. just missed it. That was nope. pretty good. Oh, for one. But uh, how about this? Uh, uh, name three types of beans. Garbanzo, lima, and kidney. Yes. Attaboy. Nice. Yes. nice. Yes. boy. Okay. One final one. Michael, here we go. Name three things you put in your hair. Gel, mousse, and a brush. Yes. Nice. You didn't, even, you didn't even need shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> that, so that's done. Uh, Stacy, hello. Hey, good morning. Uh, good morning. Let's play. Okay, name uh, three famous people with cool accents. Liam Neeson. Were you going to say King Scott? <laughs> yeah. uh, who would you say, uh, Mike, somebody with a cool accent? Sean Connery. I would say Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, Sir. That is a good one. Yeah. Patrick Stewart. Sir Ian McClellan. Yes. Sir Clownvis. Sir Ozzy cool Osbourne. All <laughs> correct answers. <laughs> Next. Okay, name three things that bounce. Balls? <laughs> oh. oh, we got hung up on balls. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Give me something else that bounces. Uh, he already said balls. Uh, um... Jesus Christ, balls. Uh, I don't know. What else is there? Well, basketball. Uh, trampoline. You should have said different balls. Yeah. Trampoline. Yeah, I mean, you tend to. I would have separated the balls Tennis there. ball, basketball, golf ball. Meatball. Yeah, I don't meatball. think meatballs don't bounce. Well, it depends on who's making it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, JC, hello. Morning. Good morning. Happy birthday, man. Thanks, buddy. Let's play three and five. Name three famous actors named Brad. Brad Pitt. Brad Stewart. Brad Paisley. Mm. I didn't an name anybody. Uh, Brad Garrett from from Brad Williams. Didn't say it was easy. Uh, who who's Brad the second Paisley guy you said? In the, in the, uh, Brad Paisley, Paisley, I'm sure, acted. Who the hell's Brad Paisley? Brad Paisley is probably a country guy. A is country that, guy. Oh, that's the singer. 
Yeah. Brad Paisley. Uh, who was the second yeah, yeah, guy you player, said? But that, I'm talking about actor. I said actors. You said yeah, famous. Yeah, Brad Paisley acted in a commercial. That's not true. Oh, did you say actor? I mean, that's not true. Actor I think he famous well, it, it, He didn't get it in time anyway, but it did It did say Brad. He, he said Brad Stewart. Who's Brad Stewart? That's when I think you just made that up. You just make that up, <laughs> Casey? He's a bassist from Saliva, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, holy smokes. Next. Okay, uh, name three famous books not including the Bible. Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, and Of Mice and Men. What was the last one? Of Mice and Men. Mice and Men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, one final one, JC. Here we go. Okay, name three sports movie characters. Not going to do it. Space Jam Michael Jordan. Nah, nah. That's hard. Mm, he that, knows the basis from saliva. That's hard. You know, <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I was thinking question. Happy Gilmore, Jerry Maguire, and then I blanked. Champ Kind? That's who I thought of, but I guess it's not a sports movie. Well, from Anchorman, the sports yeah, I guess guy. Not. I guess mm. not. That wouldn't have counted. You're the judge, huh? Yeah, no, I wouldn't have let me have that. <laughs> Pedro Serrano. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, just Ricky Vaughn. You could just go down. Rudy. 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 Yeah, there's a lot to choose from. All right, Matt. You there? Yes, sir. How are you doing, Rudy? Thanks, buddy. Let's play three and five. Name three different eye colors. Blue, green, hazel. Yep. There you go. One correct. Next. Name three famous TV shows about women. Uh, Gossip Girl. Definitely. Oh, you said, oh, sorry. Get on out of here. Your first thought? You'll hurt. Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gilmore, Gilmore Girls, because my daughter. Murphy yeah, Brown. Somebody. My first thought was Facts of Life. Yeah. I don't know it's been a while. Yeah, I'm a big 2D enthusiast. <laughs> uh, all right, one final one. Name three things you see in Illinois. Corn, farm, cows. Yep. There you go. Illinois in a nutshell. Hang on one second, Matt. <laughs> okay, Eric in Belleville. Good morning, Eric. Hey, happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Here we go. Three and five. Give me three Jim Carrey movies. Truman Show, Liar, Liar, Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Oof. Nice. Oof, you that were casual a, naming those off. That was a long five seconds. That was. Oh, wow, man. My stomach hurts. Good job, though. Next. Okay, along those same lines, name three Catholic saints. Michael, Charles, Richard. Okay. So Michael. Richard. There's no Saint Charles. That's a place. That's not really a... Richard of Chichester. Okay, so there is a Saint Richard. There is a Saint. There's gotta be a Saint Charles. Also known as well, of course there is. It's gotta be, right? Because we Saint Charles. Catholic Saint Charles. Catholic. Well, there's a St. Charles Catholic Church. St. Charles Borromeo. Um, here, let me ask this. Is there a St. Charles? What was the other one he said? Uh, Michael, Richard, and Charles. Uh, yeah, you can have it. It's got to be. Was that, uh, remains, was that two for him? Was that two churches. for you? Yeah, that's it. All right. Attaboy. I believe you. Hang uh, on. Yeah, Charles the Martyr, his... And his cult is maintained by some Anglo-Catholic societies, including the societies Good of enough. King Charles. The Good Mark. enough. Yeah. Well, Good enough. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> uh, one final contest, and let's go to Jess in Trenton. Good morning, Jess. Good morning. All right, let's play three and five. Final contestant, let's get a winner here. Name three famous mascots. Oh, God, I forgot to start the timer. <clears throat> three famous mascots. Um, like the Cardinals, 
Oh, yeah. That was a bit of a quagmire no. there. I can't say it's I all her fault. I messed that up. Can we give her a do-over on that Remember, one? repeating the question is a stall tactic. I mean, you really blew that one, Jess. Yeah, you don't, don't count it. Yeah, blew that one. We'll give her another I one. screwed up, and you screwed up doubly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, name three. Are you ready, Riz? Yes. Name three professional teams that wear blue. Uh, the blue. Oh, oh, you said oh. Now that oh is gosh, strike one. So well. <laughs> We're gonna give you a bonus one. We'll give you a bonus one because okay. I screwed up that. Yeah, first yeah, that, one. I just That's said that was, that was strike one. Strike one. Okay. Terrible showing so far, Jess. <laughs> Na- <laughs> name three St. Louis foods. Emos, pizza, Ted Drews, and toasted ravioli. Oh man. Mike, Judge? she had it going. She had and going before the buzzer. And oh, Mike, I don't. I can't I give it to you. I can't give it to you. God, it's a tough game. It is, man. You, sometimes it's hard to be judged. You just gotta be. You gotta man, know, I wanted to end on real. a high note. <laughs> Pseudo show, traffic and weather. Thanks. That was all right. Thanks for doing that, Mike. That was fun. <laughs> All right, we'll take a, a quick break. We'll come back with your Sexy Time Fun Facts and the Sex Boy of the Week. Uh, I will start with a study I read this morning. Do men with small penises desire fast cars? Scott, the you numbers weigh in? are in. Mm. We have the data. <laughs> is that not true or not? For the record, my van is very slow. <laughs> <laughs> It takes a long time to get up to 70 miles an hour. Is that just a nasty stereotype or is that a real thing? Hey, it's Warhorse and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Now with 25% more ass ruling. Happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> Lana, uh, exciting conversations happening <laughs> Dude, the, uh, during the commercial the break. most ridiculous room as far as uh, conversation topics. Yeah, just talking about uh, chickens. Men and- talking about chickens and birds. <laughs> well, Mike, you want to get a bird? I really, yes. So I said TikTok started, my algorithm started showing me all these talking birds, and I'm fascinated. <laughs> so I went to that, there's a bird shop in Valley Park I went to to see if, uh, just see what the reality of owning a bird is. And I swear they got birds in there that just sing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. There's one that sings Elvis. They Whoa! Got, uh, yeah, it's which, cool. Which sounds awesome, but I don't know about every day. Uh, I, I, asked them, I asked the lady so many questions. They were so nice there, and I just asked her every question about the reality yeah. and she's like yeah they're messy yeah they're gonna bite you yeah you know mm. and did you know that these parrots live like 80 years dude yeah yeah we, my, my brother's friend growing up had two macaws and uh, or is that what you say macaws yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oh, like cops. beautiful beautiful parrots you could hear them turning onto their street it was, oh, these so loud. things are so okay. loud so we talk oh. about birds and so you're thinking maybe like a parrot yeah okay. or, or a cockatiel or something like that cockatiel or something okay somebody sent us this am I the a-hole uh, and uh, this is interesting story here. A woman is being called cold and emotionless after skipping her stepdaughter's wedding to care for her pet rescue parrot. So in her post, she described how her rescue macaw is very needy due to a coming from an abusive previous owner and how she hasn't taken a vacation in three years because of this thing. So the woman declined to attend her stepdaughter's wedding because she had to care for the parrot. She explains that she and her stepdaughter have always had a good relationship. She met her stepdaughter's father when she was 16. They married shortly after she went to college. Nowadays, the woman's stepdaughter lives out of state and is planning a large traditional wedding. She also has a two-year-old kid and invited the woman to visit to help with the wedding planning and spend time with the uh, step-grandchild. When she declined, her stepdaughter, very hurt, demanded to know why. 
she explained that her parrot tr uh, distrusts everyone and is very reliant on her routine and is a quote-unquote permanent toddler. She also said that I love my parrot deeply and I'm happy to make sacrifices for her. Mm -hmm. The bride, stepdaughter, deeply offended, caused a massive fuss, accusing the stepmother of snubbing her. The stepmother writes her stepdaughter lamented that she never got a mother figure and said her stepmother has never accepted her as my full-blooded daughter. She also called her stepmother's decision the ultimate stub for a silly animal and called her cold and emotionless. She notes that while her stepdaughter's father is refusing to take sides, I could tell he agrees with her. And her, that her being the her being the daughter. The daughter. Okay, yeah. And that she's very hurt by that. She also doesn't see why I should be expected to take holiday time off of work to babysit and bond all of a sudden, and I don't see how I'm a monster for all this. Is she the a-hole for prioritizing the parent over the daughter in or the my, stepdaughter? In my opinion, absolutely. 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 Yeah. No, I would use any excuse to get out of a wedding. That sounds boring, <laughs> and a bird sounds more I, fun. I agree with you there. I'll rather stay home and talk to my bird. I agree with you there. The, the unfortunate thing is the daughter has to just, or the stepdaughter, has to just realize that this is who this person is. This is who this she person prior psycho. This, yeah. Well, yeah, this is this is what this person prioritize, prioritizes over you or your family or whatever, and you just got to let it go. And, and if you're going to love her, then you have to love her for who she is, and now you know more of exactly who she is and just let it go. But it does suck because this gal is prioritizing an animal. And I love animals. I absolutely love animals. Human. But you cannot prior pri but prioritize them. somebody like that that you know is going to ruffle the feathers in your family, you got to keep <laughs> them away. Thank you. And I will say she needs to take up her, uh, her new mother-in-law and just adore her and make that her mom, you know, and let that just have that journey. A whole new journey, a whole new mom. Let's do it. Yeah. So forgive. Yeah, just be thankful she's not coming because she doesn't sound like a fun person anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. Tom, bring the parrot. Yeah, yeah, or bring the parrot. That'd the be parrot. cool. Yeah, he likes weddings. Yeah, but the, par the parrot's routine will be all thrown out. Oh, yeah, you don't bummer! Want that. You no, don't want that. well, you person, can bring the cage. It's the same thing. One person uh, asked, "Are you literally never going to leave the bird ever again?" It sounds like it. It sounds and and, and maybe if that's so, the that's not, I mean, honestly, that, that's, that's like the kind of the commitment that I came to after talking to this lady at the bird shop. If they're by, if you get a bird by itself, it does need constant companionship, you know. And even at this point in my life, I'm too busy to sit around with a bird all day. Um, <laughs> but if I was if I was in a different spot in my life and I was an old mother-in-law and I was like, all right, I'm going to commit to this bird. This bird's awesome. I paid for it. I want it to be the best bird it can be. And then there's some new, you know, gal trying to get me to go to a wedding. I'd say, look, I'm. The bird is my priority. It's now. your stepdaughter. It's your husband. That's her daughter. choice. I didn't. I'm not saying become my stepdaughter. She's just in love with uh, my 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 boy. Another took the stepmother to task, saying, uh, "You do realize that bonding time with your stepdaughter and grandchild is just as much, if not more, important than bonding with your macaw." Yeah, but the bird can talk. But other people are like, "Okay, unless you know parrots in general, and how." how finicky they could be, especially abused ones. This is not an animal you could simply drop off at a pet sitter. That's what they told me. They said they got ones at this bird store. They When people drop them off to board them there, these little birds scream, help, all night. Help. Oh, my help. gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> and then so one bird cool. gets the other bird doing it, and then now uh -huh. it's a whole chain of help. All they can say is help, all night. I wonder how many times <laughs> cops have broken there trying to rescue You don't somebody. want to upset these birds. Are you being serious? They said that? Just call them up. I swear to God. <laughs> here's, a, here's another one. It's like the thing about relationships is they require effort and attention. Just because you're related doesn't mean somebody is entitled to your presence. 
but I mean, this is a major moment in this person's life. So they're yeah, probably going to break up, and the bird ain't going nowhere. <laughs> well, I, and I wonder if this person's just using it for a smoke screen. It's it's mm-hmm. it's cloud cover for anything that they don't want to do. I, I got this dang bird. That's what I'm thinking. I would say for the stepmom, she's probably thinking of the daughter. Like, well, if she's like her father, she'll have another wedding. I'll be able to go to. Oh dang! How about the dad just not saying anything? Well, it's Take like a stance. Stance. Yeah, I understand that, but then you know. Think of all the dynamics that we're not getting from this story, though. Yeah. I mean, you don't know who these people are or what they're dealing with. She's clearly upset, which I get. I get being upset, but at some time, at some point, um, and I've learned this like recently in life. Like you have to accept people for who the, for who they are, not for what you expect them Sometimes to be. Sometimes we just have to accept each other's shortcomings and parent obsession and all. Yeah, that's it. Like, listen, I, I know you want a mother figure out of her. But you're not going to get it. I think it can be solved if, if this lady learns to keep a bird on her shoulder mm. and then just bring it around like a pirate. Then she yep. could go anywhere yeah. with the bird. Yeah. And then it's problem solved. I, you just have to realize that your stepmother is the crazy bird lady. Yeah. That's it. But you know what I mean? Like when people have an expectation, she's let down. She's upset and all drama and all that. So the husband's just trying to stay drama free as far as I understand. Uh, the husband's like, ah, oh, damn it. Just like keep me just out of your arguments. On, both of you both of you are angry. Go with to the what? wedding. <laughs> I gotta, this poor I gotta, guy. This guy's got to deal with the bird at <laughs> home. the bird in the wedding. He's yeah. like, just whatever you guys need. I'm just His trying to watch the game. His wife is obsessed with the bird. He's like, I'm just waiting to die. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's like, I had no attention at home. She's all about this bird. I know I'm going to go to this wedding. Everybody's going to ask where oh. Sheila, the bird lady, is. She's at home taking care of the parrot. You know who's the happiest person in this scenario? The person that used to have the bird. Oh, yeah, that abuser. Oh. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, he yeah, knows, I forgot there's abuser. Yeah. You know, the happiest person is the husband because he, he gets to spend a little time away from bird and bird lady. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Out of town. Yeah, you're right. You know, good on the husband. He probably got her the bird for that reason. Let's just get this lady a bird so I can slowly back away while she does bird bird duty. (laughs) All right, let's do this. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time fun facts. And it's sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. So, Mike, it's all about sex, relationships, the differences between men and women. Sex time fun facts. Sure. So we'll start with the story. I'm, I'm still absorbing this. According to a new study, men who are convinced their penises are smaller than average have a higher desire for fast cars. Yes, it is true. There you have it. It's the old, study, the old adage. Study says men with small penises desire fast cars. The University College of London released this study entitled Small Penises and Fast Cars, Evidence for a Psychological Link. (laughs) That makes me feel better. In which researchers told some subjects that the average penis size was 7 inches and other subjects it was 4 inches. Actual average is 5 inches. Now the test subjects (laughs) then used a slider to determine how much they wanted fast cars. Subjects were also presented with other luxury goods and statistics to conceal the true nature of the study. And according to the study, younger men under 29 showed little linkage between penis size and the desire for fast cars. But in the 30 and older group, men who thought they had relatively small penis penises rated the sports cars higher. Wow. Yep. So the study found that in that group, those who were convinced they were usually unusually well endowed became less interested in sports cars. There you have it. 
Facts are facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. That sounds scientific as hell. There you have it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those Teslas are fast. I've seen a lot of those. What was, so, the, what was the place that uh, did the study? Uh, University College, uh, London. Thank God they're focusing on the right things <laughs> yeah. at the University yeah, of point. London. Well, I heard Nigel got into college. Yes, he's a... <laughs> what is he studying? Well, small penis is a fast car. Yes, Couldn't yes. be prouder. <laughs> Glad I'm spending all this money for university. Yeah. Hey, man. This is important information. It's going to come in handy. Uh, the researchers added that further experiments would be necessary to see if perceptions of wealth and intelligence also contributed to the whole fast car thing mm-hmm. among men, but suggested that perhaps there is just something specific linking cars and penises in the male psyche. Yeah, did this they, does not work for women. I wonder, yeah, did they ask about their income levels at certain, because if you're a guy that never had money and then you always see those cool sports cars you've always wanted, you'd be like, I want one, but you also... You know, now you're tagged in with that because you're like, well, I said I want one. I can't afford that. And I drive a Taurus. And I have a big penis. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Cause I, just because I drive a Taurus doesn't mean anything. Well, I feel like the Lord's work is being done over there. And there's we're a really line getting of, the answers. Yeah, there's to. a line of guys outside the dean's office right now at the university saying, what the hell kind of study was this? I just said I like the Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like the Lamborghini? It's got Italian seats. Uh, what are we doing for our ladies for Valentine's Day? Any, uh, any plans? We get her a bird. Yes. Mm. <laughs> you have a plan? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, you I, know I usually, me. Usually do something nice. Are you to do something nice? I'm always doing something nice. So yes, absolutely. That will. That are day you will doing be... something even more nice than normal on Valentine's Day? Um, preparing for party gras, and that's about it. I don't have. Well, yeah, else. Valentine's Day is uh, so, so the 18th is a Saturday, uh, so four days before that would be. You, a you know these contrived holidays, man. Tuesday. They're just, yeah. uh, they're Are they not, doing one this year? They're not my. I speed. told my wife. What's that? Wednesday. February 14th. We're yeah. skipping it this year. <laughs> I told my wife it's every other. <laughs> uh, White Castle restaurants will once again transform its dining rooms into fine dining establishments with hostess seating. Tableside service and holiday decor for Valentine's Day on February 14th. They're going to do it from 4 to 9 p.m., according to their press release. It's a beautiful thing. Yep, the hearts and farts. Reservations are required and are available at opentable.com if this is your thing. You know I can't my, see my lady being excited about this. You know, my family's ruined me for, for contrived holidays and the whole just ridiculous gift giving of, of the whole thing. I've, I've been ruined. I yeah. love it. I'm the opposite of ruined. I love fake holidays. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Just because of the absurdity of it? Or? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I think working with Clownvis so long, he's learned to, to kind of monetize these fake holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. now I see. Not even monetize, but just to have something to talk about. Uh-huh. You know? uh, and they say, uh, <laughs> this is the vice president of White Castle, said a Valentine's Day is the day when White Castle becomes Love Castle. And we can't wait to celebrate it in person in 2023. It's an opportunity to gather with those we love and savor the flavor of all the castle has to offer. All in a festive atmosphere with affordable prices that won't bust anybody's budget. Uh, This is what feeding the souls is all about. And we're excited to have that tradition back. We loved it. We missed it. This is the 32nd year that White Castle has observed Valentine's Day with a special celebration. That's beautiful. Man. You know what the gift giving? I just found out on Friday. My parents were over, and I... Do you know what my mother gave, gave my dad for, for Christmas? Uh, what? Five Snickers bars. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And when my dad opened them and he was saying, oh, honey, thank you for the candy bars, she interjected and proudly said, Oh, I use my Kohl's cash. I didn't even have to spend money on oh, it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so, who said romance is dead? That is who raised me, guys. Wow. That is why you know, like the, your mom gave your father five Snickers bars. Yeah. Yes, and then and then made sure. Him, did she have him read the card that she sent over from? Yeah, from her phone? Uh, yeah, right. And then made sure that he knew that she didn't even spend cash. Like she was so proud that she used her Kohl's cash. Well, it's a gift of frugalness. Yeah. Thanks for not uh, spending money, hon. Yeah, they were they were excited. Right, well, as long as they're happy. They're very happy. You know what? That's that's the that's example. That's all that matters. That's the example. They've showed love in other ways. I just don't have the the gift giving as a love if language. If I made reservations at White Castle for Valentine's Day, I don't know if that would make my wife happy. You don't think so? No. What? Premium. My wife's burger? never had White Castle. Hmm. Well, that's oh, never, huh? Yeah, this is well, the time to introduce her. You got candlelights. You got. I mean, she, she's yeah, going to love it. The fries are great. Chicken the fries rings. are great. <clears throat> Chicken rings are. They got the. They got vegetarian options now. Those. Yeah, uh, those never had. Yep. And they're good. They're really. They're good. really. Never good. had White Castle. And their breakfast is exceptional. Oh yeah, dude, love uh, it. This is not going to work if you've been married for twenty years because you might only end up with like thirty bucks. But an engaged couple in Mexico wanted to start saving money, so last January they came up with a hack. For one full year, they'd put five bucks in a piggy bank every time they had sex. She's 26, he's 29. Technically, it was 100 pesos per go, so around $5.33. And they were strict about it. They always paid up. They posted a video on TikTok this month after they took the money and counted it out, ended up with 1320 bucks. How about that? Fantastic. Hmm, dang. Do the, I can't do the math. That's Somebody 250 did. times last year. What, dang, show off. That's good. Average five times a week. Yeah. How about wow. that? Right. How about that? You have to get up at three in the morning, but even if you can't match that that pace, it might incentivize you to save some money. I don't know. It's What's nice. the average? You said it was like one and a half, right? Times a week. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the math. I'm gonna do the math for everybody. Single people could do this too. I mean, just put five bucks away every time you Joe, <laughs> and from a year, you know, a year from now you buy a house. Wow, ten grand. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so according to a study in 2017 <laughs> by the Archives of Sexual Behavior, yes. the average American married couple has sex 56 times a year. That is once a week. Once a week. Just over That's once a week. Right. So it's five bucks, five bucks once a week, five times 56. Somebody do it. Somebody do Come it. on, man, 250 bucks. Yeah. Hey, you know. 260. Yeah. Buy some nice chocolates at Valentine's Day. There you that. go. A couple Snickers bars. Uh, Two-thirds of single people say they've dumped somebody over a highly specific turnoff. I bet you I know number so, one. So one thing that terms, turns them from a 10 to a 2. So what's the number one deal breaker we would dump somebody over? I would say number one and number two are probably bad smell or bad kisser. Body odor is number one. 24% could never date somebody who consistently smelled bad. I bet you it's not just, it's not smelling bad either. I bet you the majority of that is like just chemistry. There's like some, the pheromones or whatever it is, like just isn't, yeah. isn't attractive. To, it smells off. Yeah. Sometimes someone with a perfume or something can really be a bother to me, but it probably is a beautiful smell to someone else. But uh, yeah. 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 We don't match that way. Mm -hmm. That matters, dude. Like just like somebody's like natural scent. Like if you're not. So into, body odor was number one. For, again, 24% could never date somebody who consistently smelled bad. Anybody else? Chewing what with your mouth open. Um, mm. oh, is that a or bad breaker? eating habits or something. Um, I say bad kisser. 
Bad Kisser did not make it. Uh, Rude. What? Rude to anywhere they go. Bad Table Manners would be one for me. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that didn't make the top ten. Uh, what do you say? Rude? Yeah. Being overbearing and rude in general is number five. Mm-hmm. And then being oh. rude to waiters it was number three. So, oh. like, talking down to, quote-unquote, the help. That's a weird phenomenon. When you could be friends with someone who's a nice person, and then you see they're, they're, they're mean, mean to service people sometimes. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, I'm I've like, seen that, too. And you go, I don't nice think we guy. could be friends. Yeah. That's what you said about Columbus. Mm-hmm. He can be a real <laughs> yeah. stern taskmaster with these. <laughs> uh, number two is pretending to be nor- uh, more knowledgeable about something than they really are. Hmm. That's the number two biggest turnoff. Know it all, yeah. Living in filth was number four. Oh, yeah. You just got to find someone else that likes to live in filth. I mean, this <laughs> is a different level of clean. Well, I'm, I'm lucky I'm still with my with my lady because when we first started <laughs> dating, oof, oof, uh, I was living in filth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. That's why we always went to her place. But I think she saw that. She realized, like, he doesn't want to go there. He wants to come where it's clean. Yeah, so she I think he has you. a heart for it. Yeah. yeah, now I'm, like, overly clean. Now I'm, like, like anal about it because I know what it's like to live in squalor. I was 18, 19 years old. Yeah. yeah. First time on my own. Yeah. Things tend to happen. I think that's an important phase, actually. For really, sure. Really starting to figure out, like, oh, this is a mess, and uh, it's going to stay a mess unless yeah. I do something about it. Yeah. And then you learn to do something about it, and then you learn to appreciate doing the something about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it's, it's like a... Oh, there's something to be said about a woman's touch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I just think very few people are born with that natural, like, I want it tidy. My brother is one. My brother was famous, like a seven-year-old kid, and he's got his room all nice and tidy. He would dust. He would vacuum. What a strange boy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was just mm-hmm. out there, but he always loved everything so particular and so tidy. And I just don't think that's a natural thing for most people. Do you? Uh, no, especially when you're left to your own devices. Yeah, When man. mom's not there to tell you to clean your room. Yeah. I mean, I was out of the house, like, two weeks after I was 18. Like, yeah. See ya. Yeah, I never understood why my mom wanted me to clean my room. I'm like, what's it to you? You know, it's my, it's my stuff. You don't got to hang out in here. Who cares? And it seemed to be more like, oh, if grandma came over, if someone else came over, they well, would they see my room? what a mess. And I'm like, yeah. well, are we going to fool them? It's always a mess in here. Like, you know, think I'm something I'm not. Trying to help you develop good habits. I've raised a dozen kids, and the majority of them need a little bit of push with, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. developing But there's a, big, there's a big difference between having Hot Wheels everywhere or then once you're out of the house there's and keeping the pizza boxes with the toenail yeah. clippings and all that on the oh, coffee it's table. Disgusting. Oh, yeah. When was the last time you changed your sheets? Ah, yeah. you're supposed to do that? Yeah. <laughs> but that's why you're supposed to have that roommate. Your first roommate needs to be the kind of person that Drives you nuts because they don't clean. No, don't he was equally. Sheets. My roommate was equally as dirty as me. We well, it helps you own. realize, like, you know what? My next place, I'm not going to have dishes in the sink. They're going to be cleaned every time, and I'm going to do it totally different. Oh, so you, you mean, get rid of that roommate, and all of a sudden your place is clean, and you can have friends yeah. over. And you're we like, hey, stopped awesome. going in the kitchen at one point because the dishes in the sink had turned into <laughs> yeah. some kind of sign. Like my buddy, I had a buddy that just put tape over his uh, refrigerator because <laughs> he's like, I'm just not going to open it. It's too much rotten stuff in there. Just taped it shut. Wow. And That's every once amazing. in a while, we would, you know, <laughs> venture in there. Yeah, gotta, <laughs> gotta do something about this. And that was five years ago that my buddy taped his uh, refrigerator shut. <laughs> 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 I swear to God. <laughs> uh, dirty fingernails is a number six as far as a uh, highly specific turnoff that would make somebody dump somebody else. Dirty fingernails. Bad breath. Yep. Bad, that did not. That did not make the top ten. Um Bad, bad like, teeth did. I was going to say bad teeth habits. 
bad teeth was number eight. Being too clingy was number seven. Okay. Something I ever thought about, double texting. What does that mean? That means where you send a message and then you send another message because that person hasn't replied. Oh. Hmm. Oh. It's got to be a natural tennis match. <clears throat> Is what you're saying? I guess so. That goes then, with clingy. Yeah, yeah I, I, I said we'd put that with clingy. Uh, and then being a loud talker was was number 10. <laughs> I don't know any of them. Chewing with your mouth open uh-huh. would made the top 20. Uh, talking about yourself in the third person. <laughs> That's not cool. Oh, God. This would be this would be a top five for me. Using a baby voice. Baby talking, huh? Baby talking. Yeah, my wife didn't oh, like that. I had to change that. <laughs> <laughs> out. You mean like all the time or just in the... Too, well, they said using a baby voice too much. Too much, yeah. Anytime okay. is too much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you know, maybe some people like that. Even when we had babies at the house and somebody would talk baby talk to the kid, I go, you're going to ruin the kid. <laughs> Stop that. It's not Stop a puppy. That. A bad tattoo, out. Uh-oh. And being an over, being an overly heavy breather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wants to exercise? <sighs> but if you were really in love and the and the broad was just breathy, you know, that's going to be yeah. the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good yeah, point. She's, she's just so perfect, but she's just breathy. Breathes like a dragon. <laughs> uh, this is okay. Tell me what you think about this. Here's a brilliant way to find out if if a person is actually into you. So some 22-year-old guy has been trying to track down his quote-unquote dream girl, the dream girl he met at a bar, after she only gave him part of her phone number. Oh. So she wrote it on a napkin. Cool game. She wrote it on on a napkin along with her name, Jackie. But she left out two digits on purpose. And at the bottom she wrote, trust me, I'm worth it. Wow, what a fun little game. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's... Basically, she wanted to see if he'd go through the hassle of figuring out what those two missing numbers were. There were a hundred possible combinations. Is it as simple as since she didn't put anything there, zeros? Like just two zeros? No, because she didn't put... That's what I'm saying. Like The two missing numbers weren't at the end. There was one at the end and one in the middle. Yeah, but I'm saying like maybe there were zeros where there's nothing, no point to have them. So his cousin tweeted about it last week. And most people seem to think it's a fun idea. Some say it's a sign she's demanding and high maintenance. It's but, also a sign she gets hit on a lot. Uh, at, at the bar, they bonded over true crime shows, and he bragged he could always solve the crime before the show uh, ends. So the missing digits uh, were a challenge. I'm saying that's just the beginning. He's going to have to solve a labyrinth to get to this girl, probably. <laughs> He's going to have to get out of one of them escape rooms or something every night. That's going to be... Is it, was it worth it? Wow. I, oh, I don't know. So so the update is uh, the cousin posted again after after Jackie saw his post go viral and DM'd him. Uh, the cousin told her there was, there was still around 50 numbers to try. Her response was, quote, he may not be as clever as he thinks. Give me his number, and I'm, I'm taking over this operation. Man, that's... Uh... I'm not sure. Would that be would that be a fun turn on, or would that be a turn off for you? Well, if they talked about true, no telling how far they went into this whole thing. But if they really loved the solving of puzzles and the whole thing was a true crime, maybe she thought it was a fun deal. You know, <laughs> she, she's like, looking be for great. Her, her her Sudoku master partner. Yeah. And was she already at? She was already sitting there at the bar when he walked up to her. Or is, I don't know. They sounds, just started chatting. She sounds trap. like a gal that gets hit on a lot. I think it's a trap. I think she's a murderer. Mm. <sighs> it's a trap. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. I think it's a trap. 
Uh, I just, I, you know, I don't want to play games. No. I don't want to play. Just give me your phone number. You're starting it off with games with this. Just, yeah, and then probably many more games to come, yeah. like you said, escape All rooms. of a sudden, you're in the middle of the amazing race every yeah, night. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Just give me your number. Trees this is why you need the phone books. It is Jackie. Well, this is, why, she, each one of those. This yeah. is why she's going to be by herself for the rest of her life and probably... She has multiple, <laughs> multiple of these. Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. All right, uh, Mooners, what do we have this week? Oh, guys, we have something simply called the Womanizer. So is this for women or men? This is for women. Okay, for women. This is for women, and the reviews are ridiculous. Uh, ridiculously positive. Five stars on multiple sites that I saw Whoa. here. So listen womanizer. up if you're in the market. The description is uh, it's, a, it's a vibrator. It's very simple. It says, one target, two kinds of stimulation, the most powerful mini-vibe. Made of ABS plastic and silicone. Uh, rechargeable and waterproof. Good. Oh. Uh, this gal, well, I, I presume it's a gal, uh, gave it five stars. This Now, the product does cost $160. It's expensive. Dang. She says, when I opened the pretty pink box with the word womanizer on the side, I was like, aw, what a cute vibrator. I mean, it was pink and had roses on it and even a big Swarovski crystal. I don't know why I would need that. Uh, it's about the size of a computer mouse, and it seemed lovely, innocent even. I laid down to give it a try, and at some point I thought I passed out. <laughs> I thought about shouting downstairs to my husband, call the police, this thing should be illegal. Instead, I texted all my girlfriends and told them I found the perfect end-all, be-all of toys. I got on the phone with Womanizer's spokesperson. She even called the company. Wow. <laughs> And she says, I think she understood most of what I was saying. In between my hysterical vibrator worship, uh, apparently this was invented in Germany by some tinkerer and generally brilliant dude. What a lucky wife he must have. <laughs> Somehow this thing's, quote, pleasure air technology is I so gentle. I have the phone call for her trying to call the woman oh, yeah? as a company. Get me through your stupid mother. <laughs> 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 get me through your stupid That's why she was so worked up. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Uh, she says the pleasure air technology is so gentle, so effective, and ultimately it's kind of touchless. I love that airflow and air pressure are doing all the stimulation. 160 bucks, the womanizer. Oh, how about that? No! No! <laughs> okay, ma'am. All right. Okay. Okay, give me. Don't say another word to me! No! I'm going to put you on hold, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> As we get working for the O. <laughs> We got the womanizer woman, hotline. We got a woman that loves the womanizer on line one. I've got to thank the supervisor now. All right, that's the uh, the womanizer, the sex toy of the week. Woo. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. I will take a break. We'll come back with some of your emails. Hey, it's Jay Chandrasekhar, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. You know, earlier in the show, we were talking about some of the old jobs we had. And uh, do you remember the last time you quit a job? Did you put your two weeks in? The last time? The last time, uh, I, the last I, mean, time I, quit I quit a job was my last, the last radio station I worked at. I quit 35 ago. jobs. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. If you count them up, like in my youth, I had a lot of jobs. It's some, sometimes at the same time. There was one point where I had a band. Um, I was booking bands, and I had four jobs. Four jobs I was going to daily, if not, you know, weekly. Um, but I don't remember the last one that I quit. Well, Mike, you talked about one time just not showing up. Yeah, I did that just one time. Yeah, but uh, the last time I quit, I, I put in two weeks. Put in two weeks. Happy to do it. Yeah. My yeah. best, my best quit was Kmart. Remember that? 
They told me, I went through the training. They told me I could wear my earrings. I just stretched this this ear to like a, a zero or a double zero or whatever and had the thing in. And then I got up to the register. It's like, my time. And he's like, you got to take that out. I said, no, no, no. Gal back there said I could leave it in. They said I could leave it in the training. He said, nope, nope, absolutely not. And I, and I went on break and... Uh, I'm still on break. Just didn't go yeah, back. I'm still on break. <laughs> He's got to be back soon. So, okay, is this a good point, or are we just getting more bitter and selfish? So people are uh, are encouraging other people on social media to stop giving bosses a two-week notice. When you're ready to quit, just leave with zero notice. That's not the way to do it. Yeah, no, you the whole reason. Their argument. Okay is that companies don't give you a two-week notice when you're fired or laid off, so why help them out just so they have time to replace you? The hashtag no two-week notice was trending a little bit. Well, I think Mike fired one company. He left immediately, but the others, it's a mutual separation. So they're like, I'll be out in a couple weeks. They're like, okay, thank you. Huh. You know what? Okay, so let's talk about the reverse, but what their issue is. Maybe that's something we should talk about. Maybe that's something we should talk about. Hey, we're going to fire you. Sorry. And and then your last day is in two weeks. Yeah. Ma- you know, maybe that's reasonable. Two wrongs don't make a right, though. Don't be stupid and snarky and be like, we're, meh. Yeah. We, because you don't do this, we should do that. But maybe that's worth talking about the, the, uh, okay. The firing thing. A couple of people actually went viral, uh, they didn't go viral, but uh, they claim they did this after this whole thing went viral. Here's the county argument. You don't have to be a jerk for no reason. Right. Yeah. Most people kind of have some sort of respect for their job, I would assume. Why or, burn or your a co-workers bridge? Or, yeah. And then you're going to want a reference. Maybe. Why burn a bridge yeah. when you don't have to? Yeah. And it's not about, like, you're only hosing your co-workers and your boss over. You're not hosing the company. The company doesn't care. They could those find someone new. But well, you're hosing those people. As huh. far as the company goes, just laying you off. A lot of times, they give you severance. Like, they give you time. Yeah, good point, good point. To get back, like, hey, yeah, I know we're laying you off, but hey, you, you got a severance package. A lot mm-hmm. of places do that. Yeah, and there are a lot of legal protections now for, for employees. Right. So I'm sure there's a trade-off if it's not as direct as they're asking for. It's not like they're always hanging you out to dry. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I would I would say this. If you got a job that you're thinking about quitting or you're being treated wrong or something, um, yeah, I think it's okay to walk out. You know, I think it's okay to do that. But in, in extreme circumstances, you know, I don't think that that should be the – I don't think there should be a no two-week rule. I don't think we should uh, hashtag it. But I'm sure there's plenty of people in crappy jobs that are putting up with it for one reason or another, and they probably shouldn't have yeah, to. Yeah, and I've had it. Yeah. Yeah, telling yeah. me to take out my earring. That's ridiculous. Yeah, just walk out. Well, just oppressive. find something else. They'll find somebody else. The weirdest around. quitting I ever did was Moon called me on a Wednesday. He's like, hey, do you want to do merch for us? I'm like, yes. He's like, well, you got to start this Friday. And I'm like, oh, I have a full-time job. So uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I called my company. I'm like, hey, I'm putting my two weeks in, but... To Thursdays on my last day because I'm leaving Friday. <laughs> and they were cool with it. What they were like, say? well, you're, what you're, job was that? I don't remember that. It was, was that a call uh, center in Springfield? No, it was here in town. It was um, a data entry job. I forgot the name of the company. Oh, <laughs> now, okay. National something. They've rather. hated you ever since. Somebody no. will step yeah. up and enter your data. <laughs> uh, and here's what I'm thinking people supporting this trend, because of course, if you're going to do this, you got to post about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's They for. might regret it one day because. A lot of hiring managers do what nowadays? They check your social media posts. And they may not want to hire somebody who openly stuck it to their old bosses. Right. You think yeah. just for that, the bridge burning and the and the reference and the, the social media slander, you know. And, unless the company's very deserving of it. Right. You know? And that may be the case mm-hmm. where, you know, F you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> I just think it's a dangerous trend for a young, naive person to jump on just because they think they're sticking it to the man. Yeah. Where one day it may come back to haunt you. Here's a, this is a TikToker, Jordan the Stallion. Explaining what the trend is all about. This new generation of workers, right, they are realizing that two-week notices are useless. Because a two-week notice is so a job can get prepared to replace you, right? It's a respect thing. However, a job can fire you at any point in time. Why would you respect a company who doesn't even see you as a person? They just see you as a replaceable asset. Yes, and some companies do do that. Yeah, but it's a lot more multifaceted than that. It's not just like uh, every company is evil because they're in business. I mean, mean, rarely if you're doing your job that you agreed to trade your time for and they're going to give you money in exchange of that. And you, if you're doing the task that they ask you to do, rarely do they just come up randomly and like you're fired. But there are budget cuts, and we've seen, yeah, yeah, but especially yeah. in our our business. Yeah. And, and listen, we get that as part of that uh, that mutual thing. And it does say almost every contract that you know you can leave whenever and this and that. Yeah, you're so, free to leave. Yeah, they say the same thing with whenever they fire I think, you. I think that's a young that's a young person's yeah. thing to think. And we, we, you know, I'm sure we all thought of that when we were young too. But you, you have to you just have to understand that like. You have to show value. Be valuable to the market. If you're valuable to the market, demand your value, and that's it. This is the world. You can't just constantly look up and complain about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, stick it to the man. Yeah. There, man. You do like sticking it to the man sometimes, but we're it, adults here. Yeah, it's good to give the notice because the last job I had, you know, when I did eyeballs, um, I uh, put in my notice, and then even months later they were still – Hiring me for random jobs. Yeah, so it's great. I still make money. Use them for a reference, or maybe you may need them them one day down the road. I'm just feel a little guilty for leaving the shoe company. No need to burn the bridge. (laughs) I did leave that shoe company, and that wasn't all right. They got over. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right, uh, some of your emails, uh, RizShow1057thepoint.com. Uh, also, reading some of your feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Uh, hey, fellas, I won Monster Jam tickets a while back and figured Sweet. you guys might appreciate a follow-up. I went with my wife and almost three-year-old son. It was uh, all of our first time at Monster Jam, which was mm. over the weekend. We got my son a uh, toy El Toro Loco truck, his favorite truck. Lucky. Sweet. And at the end of the show, we were able to get the truck signed, and I got to watch my favorite truck win the whole event, so that was cool, too. We wouldn't have gone if I hadn't won the tickets from you guys, so thanks for that. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. It was a super fun event. We were down there. Uh, the point was down there from... Uh, for the whole for the whole pit party, I was supposed to be there from one to three, and ended up just kind of staying longer in the pit party because people were just so nice. It's a fun place. I was just walking about. It's awesome, and yeah, I, I went early Dude. once too, and uh, just looked at the cars up close. They keep it; it's so interesting, you know. Yeah. And it's not so much like the old um, smash 'em ups of old days, you know, the old monster truck rallies. It's right, it's, right, right. it's much more cohesive, and and they keep it moving. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Really fun. The drivers cool. are talkative and nice. Oh yeah, we met a couple of the drivers, and then one of them uh, did like one of our favorite tricks. And the ki- the boys, my my daughter. I had the whole family there. We had a whole row, dude. It was like 30 of us. And uh, my daughter brought her, her, her nephews, and they just had the greatest time ever, meeting the drivers, seeing everything. It was awesome. Yeah. But uh, th- shout out to everybody that, that came up and said hello. It was very encouraging. Well, Brian here writes, uh, I was one of the police officers working at Monster Jam on Saturday. I just wanted to say Moon was uh, incredible at the Monster Jam. Even though he was with his family, he took the time to uh, go to the Point 10 and interact with people and, and take pictures. People yeah. are just so nice, man. And he, those... he was so nice, too. Like, everybody's just in such a good mood. I don't always get messages about events that, you know, we're associated with or anything like that. But a buddy, like, that was one that people were sending me pictures of the stuff. And my buddy Greg took his his nephew. They had a great time. And 
It rules. Oh, awesome. if you got a macho jam, you got to take pictures. Dude, I've been a, so I've been a couple times actually, and like you're saying, I've, I've, both times I remember seeing. Um, I had friends also posting on social media. I'm like, oh, they must be sitting right across the way. Like, I mean, yep. it's all walks of life from the kids that enjoy it to like, I mean, guys our age that are just like loud. Yeah, things we like and, loud and things, and big and trucks, <laughs> and things getting crushed. Yeah, yeah. Next time they come to town, bring the kids. Uh, on the other end of the spectrum, hey everybody, but Moon, uh, Moon, cat allergies are very real. I know. I'm know. I 32, <laughs> and when I was an infant, my parents had to get rid of their two cats because I developed asthma, and I'd constantly sneeze and have red eyes. I know. You said know. it's not real? No, I was. I, I don't know what I said. I'm just, I was just probably having fun. <laughs> I said fun. I'm allergic to cats, and you t accused me of being... Oh, one of those guys. No, no, no. What, oh, that's right. Okay, then this that, is my opinion. And it's I'll, cool to hate cats. I'll double down. It is like a fad to hate cats. I have and, a cat allergy. Uh, so does my daughter. The, hey. reason, the reason we don't have cats is because my daughter has asthma, and she is, like, deathly allergic to cats. I mean, her eyes will will swell shut. It's it's a, it's a bad news. So, of course, I don't. I'm not denying the thing, but I'm just saying there's a good percentage of people out there that say they got cat allergies just so they don't have to have I I always mud. had cat allergies. Uh, growing up, you know, I'd go to someone's house, and instantly it was it was wild, you know. And then um, when I was dating my wife, when we were younger, I said, I'm going to get her a cat and just see if I can't hang. And uh, sure enough, I can hang. I just got over it. I just, right. I'm was just, it a okay. kitten? I still get, yeah, it was a kitten. See, they say if you are allergic, you get a kitten and somehow your body I've gets had three, used to it. I've had three cats since then, though. And it is like I do get sneezy if I'm up on them or if they've been laying right on my pillow. But um, it generally, I, I don't know if it scientifically goes away, but for me, it did just kind of. Well, I'm, I manned up. If I so much uh, as set foot into a house with cats, my eyes instantly itch and swell up, and I won't be able to sleep for days. At one point, I had to carry an EpiPen with me to work because one of the Whoa. ladies in the nursing home had a cat, and like you, my employer never thought my allergy was real and would often place me in an area to in that area to work in. I apologize right. if you thought I'm I was so diminishing. sorry, but not everybody fakes their cat allergies. <laughs> <laughs> and like Riz, I am an OG cat allergy person. Still love you though. I she said she still loves you. I understand. I did not mean to diminish uh, your your allergy because that sucks, man. That's that's a painful thing. My daughter, I mean, it's like legitimately I want a cat in the house and we can't have it because uh, I don't want to I don't want to put that evil on my on my I think, daughter. I don't think Bobcats have dander. That might be a safe one. Yeah, get a mountain lion or something. Yeah. I don't uh, know if they have enough mammals in the house. Colin writes, Hi, pals. Iowa's Rizvangelist here. Started listening to the old show in 2012. Moved to Des Moines in 2014 to stay with y'all on the podcast. And have been spreading the good word of Riz ever since. Anyway, catching up after a busy week and listening to the 117 episode where Rafe uh, brought up the almighty glory that is Taco John's. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. He's 100% correct. We have Taco John's here. And they are mainly in just north, uh, northern, the northern Midwest. And the potato olays are the greatest food known to man. Huh. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. yeah. It's I, another time. I've been to Taco John's. It's good. There's one This says there's one in Lebanon, Missouri. So it's on the way to Springfield. I'll try it next time I'm going down there. They are tater tots that have taken a wonderful trip through Mexico and emerged as a <laughs> god of the fried potato world <laughs> with decadent spices. If you ever find yourself in that wonderland of Iowa, you must indulge. Wow. That can, is, can you mess up fried potatoes? Every, yeah. sh every shape, every style. Yeah, you can. Who who messes up fried potatoes? If you don't cook them enough. Well, I'm I not hate talking about you. Potatoes. I'm talking about people that are selling these things. Nobody nobody messes mm -hmm. up fried potatoes. You, you, can't, you can't mess it up. So it's, it only goes up from here. Yeah. I, I want to go to West Des Moines, so let's go up there. Let's try um, I want to try some. We all like Cracker Barrel? I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Give me some Cracker Barrel. Greatest. Had uh, me Thanksgiving there before. Angela writes, my husband and two-year-old went out to eat at Cracker Barrel. To keep our daughter calm, we gave her the peg game. Yeah. To keep her entertained, you know, the one they leave out on the tables. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until we were leaving and I thought, hmm, 
How many people have played with those, and they probably don't wipe those down? <laughs> yeah, but it's Cracker Barrel. There's no germs Made there. me think about the remotes in the hotel rooms. Oh, yeah, she's right. She's 100% yeah, right. Yeah, but you're using silverware. 100% right. Right? Do you use your silverware? You're not touching? 100% yeah. right. Yeah. You don't really think about it. Is, uh, is Cracker Barrel still doing the... Um, Smoking half with just like the um, no. the, uh, I, the, the fake wall. In the all no, I know. I, <laughs> I yeah, not. when you go in there now, they just give you a cigarette because yeah. it's all smoking. Like, this is non-smoking on this side of the If you wall. have bacon, you're eating that with your hands, and then you're putting it on the pegboard. Oh, but people don't get bacon. It's disgusting. They are sliming up that pegboard. You're not. You're not wrong. I never yeah. thought about that. Now I will. But I'm sure the grease from the bacon kills anything that's on the. We got to be strong. We got to be strong as a people. We got to oh, be man. able to survive that. Yeah. We <laughs> install <laughs> We install glass barriers in the wall between smoking and non-smoking dining areas and use the HVAC system to minimize the smoke. I guess there still are some with smoking sections. I think God so. Bless. Yeah, it wasn't that God long ago the last time I seen one, so. Uh, I was up in uh What? Out near, out near Owensville. Uh, I forgot the name of the town. Damn it. And there was a diner, and they asked, smoking or non-smoking? And I go, wow. Wow. I step back it's into the 80s. It's all one thing. So <laughs> it's all one thing, man. Smoke don't listen to a wall. Wait, what year is this? This is in 2010. Okay, so in, in Alabama, sir, <laughs> they got smoking sections uh, as of 2010. Uh, one more email. Just uh, just bought my brother uh, some merch for his birthday, and uh, it's this Monday. I know you guys don't do shout-outs, but he works his butt off to provide for his family. He listens to you guys every morning on his way to work. He's a lead contractor. Uh, we work together flipping homes to real estate investors. Uh, we love the British show. It would blow his mind if somehow uh, his name is uh, Robert Kyle. Everybody calls him Bob or Bobby. He's turning 40. Uh, today. Yeah, no. Whatever, dude. I would never happy say birthday. happy 40th yeah. Bob or Bobby. Sorry, Bob. Good luck Robert. with the property yeah. brothers And stuff. if you went by Bobby Kyle, he sounds like a NASCAR champ. Yeah, yep. dude. <laughs> you belong in a... And no way am I wishing that guy a happy birthday. No, no siree. Not on this uh-uh. show. Nuh-uh. We usually get paid for stuff like that. That's right. <laughs> All right, thank you for your email. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, some sports after the break. Uh, Mike, you big sports guy? Uh, I'm fair weather, definitely. Okay, I watched the game weather. last night. I can get into the end of seasons. I get way into it. Yeah, there were uh, some some big football games this weekend. We'll break it down. The Blues played on Saturday. Let you know how they did. They didn't do good. Hey, this is TJ Miller from the Emoji Movie, the star of the Emoji Movie, and you're listening to the Party Emoji, the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. <laughs> Uh, be careful out there. We all know how you like to, to party. I was just laughing at just something I was writing on uh, on Twitter, writing somebody back. Tiffany writes, uh, I'm going to Joyous for the first time today. What do you recommend? I don't know, just me writing the original hot salami. Uh, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just made me... It's always a bit with this guy. <laughs> I, I, would, I would recommend uh, telling them uh, hello from us. Say, hey, the Riz yeah, Show yeah, says yeah. hi. Yeah, but just I just wrote, the original hot salami. <laughs> and like, like a seven-year-old does. <laughs> hey, man, that's what makes us, that's what makes every minute fun. Well, enjoy, Tiffany. Uh, did you know that uh, Friday, we missed it, was uh, National Cheese Lovers Day? I didn't it? miss it. Uh, oh, you had a lot of cheese on Friday? Uh, most likely. Actually, you know what? Yes, I did. We I, we had a, a stuffed Chicago-style pizza. Holy, Holy smokes, guys. Yeah. So, where's that from? Uh, uh, <laughs> Never mind. Alfano's out in oh. uh Winston. Oh, yeah, you were talking about going there. It was Dude, good. Amazing. Was it just one slice and amazing. that's it, or did you eat a few? I had one slice of that, or well, I guess you call it a slice. I would, I would say one a wedge. helping a of lasagna, a lasagna piece of... 
Yeah, and yeah. then we and then we had uh, the uh, Hawaiian style, the hot Hawaiian. <sighs> Dang. Well, there are around 1,800 varieties of cheese around the world, meaning it would take five years to go through them all if you tried new, like new cheese every day. Starting now. So if you're up for eating cheese every day, uh, the people at sleepjunkie.com are looking for people to help them with a study. So they want to test out the theory that eating cheese before bed gives you nightmares, and if some cheeses have more of an effect than others. So they're hiring five so-called dairy dreamers who will eat various cheeses before bed every night for three months. <laughs> You'll be told which cheeses to eat when. And they'll pay you for the cheese and give you a thousand bucks when when you're all done. Dang. You'll it's... have to track your sleep and keep a journal of your experiences. Oh, so you're not going to a facility. No, no, no. I would say that place would stink. Uh that's what they're telling the people as a control, but actually, when it comes out, it's going to be cheddar. Ha guys that like cheddar have small penis or something. Yeah. <laughs> and drive fast cars. Yeah. <laughs> they can't tell you what the, the uh, thing's really about. So, so you have to keep, track your sleep, keep a journal of your experiences, particularly any dreams or nightmares you may have. But uh, you can apply through their website, sleepjunkie.com. Oh, man, that'd be so cool. Like, oh, dude. I woke up and I had another cheese dream last night. Like, what do you mean cheese dream? You dreamed about cheese? No, no. Cheese makes you dream about dragons or, you know, like whatever. Gouda does. Yeah. Like Gouda <laughs> makes you dream. Yeah. Whatever they find out about this is going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, the biggest qualifications are you have to be at least 21. Uh, you have to own a smartwatch or fitness tracker that tracks your sleep. Uh, and being able to sleep alone for three months starting in March. Cheese dreams. So the deadline to apply is February 10th. This seems hardcore. A lot of people love cheese, but this is this seems hardcore. I love cheese. Probably do your own study. Just have a slice before bed and see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. Well, I've been like doing that study. Braving cheese-induced nightmares for yeah. three months alone and then writing about the dark places it takes you to. I like cheese. I appreciate cheese so much that when we did the uh the um, when we would cook, uh what 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 we call that? Uh, fondue? No, it was like fondue. When, when the Riz show would would do our our cooking channel. Oh, the Schnooks? Yeah, when we do it with Schnooks, you know, they got a cheese guy and oh, that guy, yeah. that guy's yeah, amazing guy. and I think he is annoyed by me because every time I see him I'm like, "Oh, dude, what's happening? Like I, I want to know more." <laughs> like, think you're patronizing. Yeah, Let's no, talk I'm, cheddar. I'm serious. I'm always like, "Yo, what 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 new cheese is around? Like what you know, what what can I find now and tell me the history about uh, it?" And dude, I He what? probably sees you go, oh, "Here we go. Here's Moon." Oh, again. Here we go with Moon. The cheese fanatic. Uh, so, I love that so guy. Friday yeah. was National Cheese, uh, Cheese Lovers Day. Uh, Saturday was Use Your Gift Card Day. Hmm. Oops. Which is also known as the day you walk into an Outback Steakhouse and think, "Wow, it's busy tonight." Yeah. <laughs> we do. We do have a, a, a gift card <laughs> that was actually on the table because somebody found it in like the little envelope uh, holder, and one of the kids found it and said, "What is this?" And I said, "Well, that's a gift card to that restaurant." They said, "We've never been there." And Let's go. I, I said, I go, and they go, who, who gave you that? You, we've never been here. And I said, I'm pretty sure King's guy gave that to us for Christmas. <laughs> That's awesome. And it reminds me, when last time I was home, my mom gave me a tub of random junk from my childhood. Is that what you and gave was, me? Yeah, right. And I opened up an envelope, and it was from my graduation. Someone sent me a letter. So I take the card out to see who it was, and there was a perfect, crisp $20 bill in there. Hey, This is great. So this Use Your Gift Card Day holiday has been around for a couple of years now and it's basically just a reminder hey use the gift cards that you got over the holidays before you toss them into a, you know a drawer and forget about them uh -huh. yeah, i know there's you know nothing exciting about you know spending your saturday at, at chili's <laughs> but you know it's the middle I of begged january it, i begged to differ there i <laughs> had some good times it's not chili's but i if it's been so long since i've been to this place that the kid said what's on the menu and i have no idea was uh, it good 
Applebee's? It is Applebee's. Mm. And I have no idea. Dude, if we have a snow day, save that. But that's what I'm yeah. saving it for. Yeah. Jeff and I used to go to the Applebee's. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, right across the street. Yeah. It was our date night on uh, when there'd be a snowstorm, we'd stay at the hotel. Was it one of you that gave it that? You, you, you gave me that for Christmas? I might have. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just say yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So according to, according to creditcards.com, $21 billion worth of gift cards will go unspent this year. Which is what businesses love. Yeah. Free money, no service. No 47% of American adults say they have at least one unused gift card voucher or store credit is lying around. Do you remember when that really started? The average started? person is sitting on 175 bucks. Do you remember right. when that Ooh. really started? Like the real the, the gift card thing? I mean, it was like the greatest thing ever for gift givers and for businesses. Yeah, the, whole, the whole gift card idea. It didn't take long for those companies to start figuring out how to rip everyone off, and then they had to pass laws to protect the people who bought the cards and... It was a fun thing. Oh, and they put expiration dates yeah. on them. And, oh, wow. Yeah, I have like three, you know, three days to use this. Do you uh -huh. remember, do you know who the first person or the first company to really start uh, producing gift, gift cards? cards? It's got to yeah. be Outback. There's, there's a year for Home it. Home Depot. No, Neiman Marcus. Oh. The department store Neiman Marcus, luxury department store, first produced gift cards in 1997. You're close. Thank you. 1994. Blockbuster, uh, Blockbuster then officially considered uh, the the first company to display plastic gift cards to the public. So they really so they kinda... work great for companies, dude. Oh, yeah. that, that was <laughs> I, I remember when that first when that first hit. Man, here's what, here's what they say you got to do because I do have gift cards in my in my drawer. Yeah, I, there's there's a ton of them. Yep. They say just keep them with you, keep them with you. No. So use them when you need when you when you need them. Can't you do need that. a second. Why? You need a second wallet or something. Because these have been going for 94 now. And if I had all the gift cards uh, I, I had, yeah. I'd, I'd, I mean, you can't carry that. No, I have like a ridiculous I, pro I probably pile. have 30. I have a gift card in my, in my wallet right now. For, for? For, this, for Walmart. I have a $50 gift card at Walmart. Okay. Well, I think I got a Lowe's gift card on me probably that I'm sitting on. Yeah, yeah those ones. Like brag. Like on me. <laughs> like it's on, it's on my person. If it's something that's reasonably, reasonably going to be used in the first month of having it, that, that's, that's fine to have it in your wallet, but you can't put everyone in there. You okay. could sell them for partial credit and cash online. Yeah, or just stand out in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 40 bucks for this $50 yeah. gift card. Dude, what a bargain. What a bargain. I trust this guy out here. If, you can, if you can trust the buyer, yeah. I've never seen anybody do that. No, no way in heck anybody would do that. Yeah, so I've heard about it all the time. Yeah, it happens a lot. No, it's called gambling. It's really fun. Uh -huh. What are you gonna do if you get a, you know, like I mean, say you get it for an AMC or something, and you're not a movie going guy, you just sell the thing. Oh yeah, but I'm saying yeah, if yeah. somebody's standing outside the, the theater lot. going, "Hey, I got this gift card." Yeah, that's where I'm going after the here. show. I got this AMC <laughs> right down the street. <laughs> Meet me outside of Ronnie's. I'll get you five bucks off. Uh, let's do sports. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show Sports. What should have been a cakewalk? Uh, the Blues lost the Blackhawks Saturday night, 5-3. Goalie Jackson uh, Stauber made his NHL debut for the Blackhawks, made 29 saves. That loss stopped the Blues' four-game winning streak against Chicago. Jordan Cairo, Ivan Barbashev, Nick Letty scored for the Blues. Chicago scored in their first two shots on goal. Bennington allowed four goals on seven shots, pulled in the second period. Uh, the Blues play again tomorrow night, Riz Show night, over at Enterprise Center against the, now I'm not a sports guy, but Sabres? Sabres, The yeah. Buffalo Sabres, yeah. yes. Local teams? Yep. 
Over in the NFL, Saturday, Chiefs beat the Jaguars 27-20. So if you're a Chiefs fan, you were a little worried when you saw Patrick Mahomes go to the locker room in the second quarter. High ankle thing. Uh, X-rays after the game wind up being negative for any breaks. He'll be okay. He wound up coming back into the game in the second half, finished the game with 195 yards, two touchdowns. Moon is wearing a Patrick Mahomes jersey. No. This Who's is that? a Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, all right, okay. But, you know, it's the, the ridiculous thing. Oh, it's thing. number nine. Yeah, yeah, number nine. He's uh, So <laughs> I found out I had this jersey, and I got to tell you this. I had this jersey. It is a Carter Hutton jersey, and um, our buddy hates it when I wear it because on the back, his number is slightly crooked, like it's not centered, right? And, and I don't have to see it because it's on the back, so I never really thought much of it, and I thought he was just being a little excessive. Guys, I don't know what the heck. I bought this at Mike, Arrowhead. It's the most crooked, crooked. number of I, I've ever seen. Look <laughs> at the it. number nine on the front of the jersey. Yeah, it's is crooked. Kind of slant down. Yeah. And, uh, how What's does this happen over there at Arrowhead? I don't know. And, and um, for some reason, I assumed you know whatever uh, robot or something is putting these things on that they would have it straight. I guess this happens all the time, but I've never seen anybody wearing a jersey with some, a number this. I mean, crooked. that's a legit. You bought, I remember when you bought it. I at, bought this at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead. It's Arrowhead. official. It's not like I got you know no from the team store online. So I guess I'm just going to start a thing. Uh, I'm only wearing jerseys with crooked. That's yeah. crooked. That's just I'm just going to own it. That's going to be my thing. Yeah, this makes me wonder how often that's the norm. Look at the jersey. picture that we posted on Instagram. It, it looks like I'm tilted, but I'm not. That yep. th- look at this straight up. It doesn't. It's not even on my chest. It's on my side. Yeah, it's, that's. I've done some screen printing on with t-shirts and stuff, and if it's crooked, it pretty much goes in the bin. You can't you can't sell it if it's crooked, you know. Like, it, it, no, apparently you can. This is a discount, and I did not. Get uh, a discount. The Chiefs will now play the Bengals at Arrowhead on Sunday in Kansas City. Remember, if Buffalo won yesterday, they'd go to Atlanta, but no. The Chiefs are the first team in NFL history to host five consecutive AFC Conference Championship games. Bengals beat the Bills 27-10. Leading up to the game, the Bengals were six-point underdogs. And on the NFC side, the Eagles destroyed the Giants on Saturday, 38-7. Eagles will now host the 49ers next Sunday. 49ers beat the Cowboys last night, 19-12. If you had to put money on that, who's who's that? Eagles and 49ers. Because that's an interesting matchup. I got the 49ers. I got the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. That, well, that kid my, is awesome. My, Fun to I watch. Had Eagle, I had the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. Uh, the NFL uh, showing its popularity again. Uh, attendance at 2022 regular season NFL games reached a six-year high. The average NFL crowd was 69,442. Wow. Reaching the highest yeah. mark since 2016. Total attendance was at an all-time high of 18.8 million. Now, of course, a 17-game schedule helped boost the number of people going to stadiums, but still, yep. that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Average, almost 70,000. Uh, the NFL's European invasion, that continues. Last week, the league announced the five teams who will have home games overseas next season. Oh, wow. The Bills, the Jaguars, Titans will host games in London. The Chiefs and Patriots will have home games in Germany. Cool. In Berlin or Hamburg or where are they going? Uh, I'm not sure exactly where I'm trying. Hey, did you hear about this uh, NHL goalie playing with a five-year, $25 million contract who's in major financial trouble? Oh. So Robin Leonard, who plays for the Golden Knights, again, has a five-year, $25 million contract, jointly filed for bankruptcy with his wife. He claims he has $50 million in debt. 
Some financial issues include a $4 million default on a business loan and failure to pay for rare snakes. Oh, well, the rare snakes are always going to put you in the hole. Worth $1.4 million. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a long grow, right? I mean, you're... It's and it's a, a company in Missouri here that he owes the money to. Oh no! Some snake breeder here in the area. Just some guy. <laughs> some guy. Rare snakes. Guy owes me fifty mil for those snakes. Yep, one point four mil in debt and snakes. Dang. Is and that this... to sell or is he a fan? Is is? I don't know. I think he wanted to open up some kind of snake farm. Snake farm or something. Snake Farm. Isn't that a song? Isn't that a local yeah. hit? Yeah. What, what is uh, America's fastest growing sport? Snake farming. Pickleball. That's right. <laughs> oh, pickleball, yeah, yeah. Pickleball's huge. Pickleball now is a home on TV. The Tennis Channel will air and stream the Major League Pickleball semifinals and finals from Mesa, Arizona. It's doubles tennis for the rest of us. Everybody that like wanted to play tennis, that you're just like, damn, that's a that's a really tough sport to get into. It's now, like a compact version, huh? Yeah, now we can play. I was watching them play at the park. It looks very fun. Well, ne well, I don't even know if I even have the tennis channel, but network network execs say they've seen great ratings with pickleball broadcasts in the past, like the Major League Pickleball Draft from Vegas. It actually, Whoa. had 36 million Americans uh, playing pickleball in 2022. Again, that's what I mean. It's tennis for everybody. Uh, also, NFL free agent Odell Beckham Jr. He announced he will become a co-owner of Washington, D.C.'s pro pickleball team. And, yes, we will have one here in St. Louis. Oh, thank God. Thank God. We will have the St. Louis Shock pickleball team. I'm telling you, I would watch it. I'm telling you, that's that's a sport that I would have fun watching. I hope it does well. I really do because I know a lot of people are, like, turning their old tennis courts and different things into pickleball courts. Somebody is doing it in their front yard uh, um, on this one block that I that I saw. I hope it stays and does well because a lot of people are investing a lot of money and doesn't go the way of dodgeball. Remember when the movie Dodgeball yeah. came out? It was like, <laughs> holy well, this, crud. I mean, this has a whole lead. I mean, so, well, so the St. Louis team, dude. the St. Louis team, but they got the, the pickleball thing's got a lot of major people behind it. I understand. And I'm, I'm saying, fingers crossed, I hope I, I hope it has a lot of life. So our pickleball team here in St. Louis, the shock, uh, the team is owned by ComPsych Corporation founder Richard Chaffetz. Who is known for Javits Arena wow. and a big benefactor of St. Louis University. Dang. His son Ross is actively involved in, in team management. So go awesome. shock. Go shock. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very cool. I'd wear a shock jersey, make sure the number's straight, but I'd wear that. Uh, yeah, and uh, make sure it's crooked for, my, for <laughs> mine, please. Go shock. <laughs> yeah, that's the battle cry. Yeah. Stop it. Get him. Wouldn't that be awesome if everybody, like, when, when you're cheering, everybody just goes, ah! <laughs> Go shock! <laughs> Stop. Are you That's okay? how you enjoy yes, pickleball. That cheering. sounds fun, man. Looks, looks like a lot of room for some good times there, man. Yep. All right, that is your sports. One final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Uh, Donnie Fandango is next. First off, I got to thank Mike. Hey, thank you, guys. Mike. Great having you here. Love to have you back. Of course, anytime. I please. love the program. Love you guys. So. Please tell Clambus we said hi. Yeah, man. I'll let him know. Give Clambus a, a positive. I don't want to give him a big head, but I'll let him know. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, so. I have a friend that has similar tattoos. Oh, who's that? <sighs> Can't think of his name right now. So. <laughs> well, Mike yeah. is pers you know, <laughs> close personal friends with Clambus, so give our best. I will.
to the clown. I'll give him a plug. He's got a show February 11th at the Red Flag. You can get tickets for <laughs> I believe that's the uh, soiree. That's the lover's soiree. Lover's You're talking soiree? about celebrating okay. Valentine's. I know. Yeah. You'll be out there probably just running, I can't make it. running cables. I no. Got, no, I'm going to drop him off, but then I got to go see a guy about a bird. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Uh, if, if you want to see what Mike looks like, just follow us uh, at uh, R-I-Z-Z show, Riz show, at uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. Up on the blog today, we got a lot. Riz news, crap on celebrity sports, everything that we covered today, including a bunch of stories of petty revenge. <laughs> Awfully funny. And speaking of funny, we had maybe one of the greatest service calls, customer service calls, uh, from a, a, a gal that was ranting like she was possessed. And, uh, man, I, I think I would have turned it into a nice metal song because she's got a, a ripping, man. Yeah. ripping voice. Good timing. Yeah, yeah. you're going to want to check it out on the blog and the podcast today, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The podcast is available on, on all podcast directories. Make sure, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Today, the title is I Will Crush Your Chips. <laughs> That's what Mike said because he worked as a grocer for him. Petty, petty revenge. Mean. Oh no, I sold myself out. Those those people are gonna know who it was. Uh, do not forget to buy your Party Gras tickets. Uh, Party Gras, Mardi Gras. That's right. February eighteenth. It's uh, the Teenage Dirtbags, the Dirtbags Gone Country, and Mod Son. That's right. It's going to be a great time. All the details at 1057thepoint. The party. You got access to private bathrooms oh, right there. All, all the booze, heated tent. Ooh, this is the man, party every fun. single year. This is the spot. It's the spot. All right, Scott, anything else? I think I'm good right now. Mike, anything else? That's it for me. Mooners? Uh, drive safe. Okay. Uh, chew your and food And we will well. leave you with a selection from our Team Riz. Remember the day. It's brought to you by Hot Shots, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Alex Dye from St. Peter's is our Team Riz. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.